0: gentlemen what's up how are you doing today
1: Pretty uh, all right. you, yeah i mean you'll be you'll be proud here chocolate bear so started the new job trying to like assimilate to the team you know all the yeah, jazz i just
0: saw a post that said starting a new job is like being a new character on a tv show that's ran for five seasons and i was like i don't think i've ever agreed with anything more it's so accurate accurate.
1: it's so right yeah um and there i didn't realize how much barnes and nobles cared about tiktok it is gigantic we have a whole table with tiktok books
0: really what there's (laughs) books on tiktok
1: well yeah people talk about them on tiktok i guess And there's like a whole table of all those ones so
0: Wow.
1: We did a thing where we picked five things that we read in the last year that were our favorite. And to make you proud, I put you in. I there. was about
2: I knew where this is.
1: None no, of you knew what it was. <laughs> Not a single one of them, did they? <laughs> Nope, none of them. It's Not a, a one single one. one. <laughs> they got alone so- today. My best description of it to any of them was, oh, he's a cop from Philly, and to solve murders, he eats people because he gets, he gets visions <laughs> by eating things. And, and then I would finish it with, the only thing that he doesn't get visions from is beats." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Patrick, in, how, how well can you imitate their faces? <laughs> no one else can see this except for us. Yeah.
1: They didn't really have much of a reaction. No. that's not true. Unbelievable. when i told them that chicken was outlawed they had a re- reaction they didn't, they didn't <laughs> understand
0: I'm okay the chicken thing is the unbelievable part yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys thank you for being here with me right here on this day this is so special here especially in this forest this forest which is a buzz a light and a swinging around we we just i swear to you you guys aren't in my vicinity, you're not here right now, but I just saw a man made of dirt tornado a, a yellow electric dude in the sky. It was crazy.
1: I was there. You were there. I was there.
0: Show I was you. there too oh my god then we all saw the same thing that's right here on the pop culture forest we have a very special of reaction review of spider-man no way home this is the soonest that we've ever done a movie review
1: i think this one's a good choice
0: this is a great this choice. one yeah. is the perfect choice <laughs> yeah well especially because we've been talking about it as a, a triad for so long here i mean this was, a I mean, huge hell, lead.
2: that's how me and Patrick capped off the episode that we just did together not too long Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. That's
0: what made me think about, let's record a, a, a review of it is because we can't, we have to now we've been mentioning it too much. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's time, I think it's time to start talking about it, talking about what is, is the, what, 26th movie now from the MCU
2: that's a really that's a really good question i don't know i have not yeah, something like that out.
0: mid to late 20s is spider-man uh, no way home it is the third uh spider-man film of this trilogy all of them directed by john watts who is the only person so far in marvel to direct a trilogy of movies every other movie either had a, a different first director or, or second director
1: which or i don't mind remember. it it keeps the same feeling going through i feel like yeah i think that helps
0: this was a this was it was the right move uh yeah to do um but before we get it there's a lot of build-up to this movie's a lot a lot a lot of build-up and not just on screen which we will get to but spider-man was was a character created when noah 1963 and ever since its inception, I mean, it, it was a smash hit. It w- He would become Marvel's flagship character. You would buy a Marvel comic and it would have a tiny little Spider-Man up top. And he was a character that soon, much like Batman and Superman, transcended pop culture, became his own entity apart from comics. And this was even before movies came out of him there's a classic 60s cartoon show about him there's that amazingly incredible japanese live action thing which patrick if you've never seen that you have got to just so you know you don't have you ever heard about it
1: no we just looked it up tonight steve and i did because we were interested to see like what before toby even happened with spider-man
0: i gotta tell you patrick this is not a joke that show is a direct Result of that show is Power Rangers being made.
1: It's not a lie. That That changes everything.
0: That is a fact.
1: You know what that was for my childhood.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why I had to tell you. Blue
1: Power Ranger for five Halloweens in a row. You,
0: (laughs) I tell you right now, Patrick, the craziest part about all of this is that you would not have had that Power Ranger if it wasn't for Spider Man.
1: So I want to add on to the one point you made there because you you know you mentioned that it's it kind of transcended the Marvel universe as a whole, and I think that's extremely accurate because I'm not a person that follows these movies, but I've seen every Spider-Man movie. I will not miss a Spider-Man movie.
0: Capstone.
1: I love them. They're just so much fun,
0: and, and they were big from the beginning. Sam Raimi. uh uh, in in 2002 on a budget of 139 million dollars releases spider-man on may 3rd when hollywood hulk hogan is wwe (laughs) champion um
1: before you continue we did read tonight i don't know if you've gotten into this or you're about to so maybe spoiling something you might talk about but we did learn that a Apparently, James Cameron was supposed to be making a Spider-Man movie. He wanted to.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, he wanted to make it with I Sam Raimi. I did not Raimi's know that, movie. and I
1: really wish he did. <laughs> I'm with not
0: Leonardo into a James Cameron Spider-Man movie. I don't want
1: oh, it. Oh, man. I would have been. I don't want it. Fair enough. Continue on Sam Raimi.
0: Well, Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man, Noah. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this. I'm not asking... For your reviews of these movies, I'm asking a a, a grade that you would give these. uh, A through E. Noah, what would you give the first Spider-Man? Oh, fucking A. Patrick. Uh, C plus. It grossed $825 million. I'm
1: not saying my opinion was right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This was such a huge success. Breaking records.
1: Oh my god
0: yeah that a, a sequel was greenlit immediately 2004 Spider-Man 2 comes out on a budget of 200 million dollars it's released on June 30th with JBL freshly taking the bout off of Eddie Guerrero made me stop watching wrestling for 2 months uh, <laughs> Noah great! for oh, that's Spider That's getting that's two. getting an A++ Patrick A that gross 789 million and both of them are currently rated 7.3 on the IMDB. This, once again, huge success. How can you deny this? It, it cost 200 million and it made 789 million. You have to go on. You have to make another one. Three years yeah. later, 2007, Spider-Man 3 on the biggest budget yet of 258 million dollars when John Cena himself on <laughs> May 4th is the champion. Noah, what do you give this movie?
2: Spider-Man 3, I got to give like a B plus
0: to <laughs> B plus, that's, a, that's still a solid mo- grade for this movie. And Patrick?
1: Can <laughs> I give it a grade because I hated Toby Maguire so much, I didn't watch it.
0: Boom. Uh, well, <laughs> unlike you, Patrick, this movie raked in $894 million, making this the most successful Spider-Man movie up to this point. Uh, everybody saw this movie except Patrick. Now, after the lukewarm, I would say, at best reaction of Spider-Man 3, we get a little hiatus. We get a little hiatus for an entire five years before a man named Mark Webb, who definitely has the best name of anybody to direct a Spider-Man. Yeah. Movie, but Mark Webb steps in. <laughs> and in 2012, he releases the amazing Spider-Man on a budget of $230 million, $100 million more than Sam Raimi got on his first try. And on July 3rd, it releases when CM Punk is WWE champion, one of the best reigns ever. Uh, Noah.
2: This one's getting a C from me.
0: A C. And Patrick, did you watch this one?
1: I watched all of Andrew Garfield's, yes.
0: Okay, and what would you give this one? Uh, B. A B. Uh, This one... (laughs) 757 million so we're seeing a drop-up people immediately you can tell are not interested in somebody else being spider-man other than toby Maguire. um but they say you know andrew garfield he did okay let's give him another shot let's build a bigger universe this time so that way whenever the third one comes around it'll be smack tits awesome so two years later, 2014, Amazing Spider-Man 2 comes out on a budget of $250 million. Uh, May 2nd, when Daniel Bryan is the WWE champion. Uh, Noah, once again, what would you score this?
2: That one, I'm going to give it a D. I have, there are a lot of moments in Amazing Spider-Man 2 that are like cool as singular moments. I
0: didn't ask for review. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A minus. I was about
0: to go on a tangent. A
1: minus.
0: A minus. No, you, yes. no you're not. No, you're not. Yes, no, you're I not. am. A you minus. That back. Yes. I didn't ask for a review. I'm not going to ask one, but I would love one. Um, <laughs> I'll, that,
1: I'll, we'll, we'll fill it in
0: somewhere. <laughs> $708 million, the lowest grossing Spider Man movie, spoiler alert, of all time. Does oh, that include not on, question? Change. Does
1: that include like streaming,
0: such as
1: like on Amazon and stuff, like no, on Amazon Prime?
0: This is only whatever yeah. this is in the. Now think
1: about that though, right? Because before two thousand, but after
0: 2010
1: ish, the streaming thing became a deal.
0: Yeah, but they weren't releasing these on streaming like that this is only accounts for whenever it's in the theaters this doesn't none of these yeah, numbers no, right, are right. reflected home releases or streaming right yeah oh
1: okay i gotcha yeah.
2: of which you would still lose because not a whole oh, lot I'm of am no, no, i will say Spider-Man this
0: 2. i will say this spider-man 3 <coughs> on imdb is is 6.2 where amazing spider-man is 6.9 and The second Amazing Spider-Man is a 6.5. So IMDb agrees with Patrick that it is better than Spider-Man 3. I think they're both not great.
2: (laughs) They're both not great, but one of them is definitely better than the other.
0: And finally, uh, around this time, we know that the MCU is popping off and you can't have, I repeat, you cannot have a... Marvel Universe without Spider-Man.
1: And they nailed it.
0: And they nailed it. Uh introducing him in <sighs> Civil War. He it does not count towards a Spider-Man movie, but in 2017, no. Homecoming comes out. This shocked me right here. Homecoming Dude. had a budget of 165 million dollars.
1: Really? That's it.
0: Less than the last. Four Spider Man movies. And on July 7th, Jinder Mahal, (laughs) WWE Champion, it releases. And Noah, what would you give Homecoming?
2: Homecoming, I'm giving a solid A to.
0: And Patrick.
1: You go A minus.
0: And it tuned in $880 million, uh, the second highest already Spider Man movie of all time, grossing-wise, at the box office. So successful. How can you not? And not only that, but because of his important st- status in the MCU being Robert Downey Jr., a.k.a. Iron Man, the guy that created and started the Avengers uh, in this universe, he's front and center, and that's why you make the first movie after Endgame, Far From Home, and unbelievable, guys, $160 million budget. John Watts is a wizard.
2: <laughs> you don't need a huge budget That's to do a Spider-Man so good.
0: Movie. You don't need a huge budget to do any movie, but it's so crazy to think that 12 years before this, they were dropping a hundred million more for the third Spider-Man movie.
1: Yep. Crazy.
0: Now, now I with will Loki say. Kingston embroiled with the WWE Championship. Noah, what would you give Far From Home as your grade? I'm giving Far From Home. I'm going to give that an A+. And Patrick? Same. A+. Yep. Okay. And, guys, this one is where we knock it out the ball, the ballpark, right? 1.13 billion. That's with a B. So far billion no 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 because now we have the most recent one.
1: Oh, okay all right released I thought that was the new one
0: this weekend uh just so you guys know homecoming and far from home are both a 7.4 tied for the highest rated spider-man movie on imdb in fact December 17th with big E being WWE champion and Adam page being the fourth AEW champion, holler at your boy, cowboy shit all day. Um, we see some crazy cowboy shit with no way home releasing on a budget of $200 million. This is huge guys. And, and I'm, I'm going to break it down for you. Okay. So we will not know how much this movie is made until about six months but what we know right now, based off of sales at this moment, it has made two hundred and fifty three million dollars on its opening weekend. I will repeat two hundred and fifty three already broke even. It actually needs to make about four hundred million to break even, even. They'll be fine, but they'll <laughs> be fine. I'm going to say these movies, OK, count along with me Endgame, game Infinity War. No way. Uh, uh, no way home. That's three. Right. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, uh, Avengers, Jurassic World, and Black Panther. That's eight. These are the only eight movies who have ever made over two hundred million dollars in their opening weekend. And No Way Home is number three. None of us I know can so say many people that that have seen it sold, twice. Sold Disney. This is, this is an, a, 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 this would be a phenomenal opening weekend, non COVID. Oh my God, yeah. dude. And right embroiled in the middle of all these movies, star blooming in front of us is a very young, and I'm going to say it right now, very game, Tom Holland.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm not going to lie, ma'am. I honestly think I prefer Tom Holland now over Tobey Maguire. I'm just gonna you say it right. You now. You should
1: have before.
0: No. No. There were a lot. There were a lot of. There were a lot of problems he said that I like he, he said that like you were being, He was like no, not stopping. No. No,
2: no. no. There were there were a few problems that I had with MCU Spider Man leading up to this, but this movie. Um,
0: let's 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 hear a few. You're an apologist of the- for these movies. You love these movies more than a lot of Marvel fans mu- love these movies. And a lot of Marvel fans love these movies. And you love these movies more than that. What problems do you have with these movies? You rated One them collectively of- better than the Sam Raimi yeah. movies, but you're saying you prefer him over Tom Holland. I want to hear this.
2: Well, no, because I gave Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 both an A+, and then an A+++. <laughs> Well, an A, and then, yeah. Anyway, one of the biggest issues that I had was lasting consequences for Peter. Both Homecoming and Far From Home, the ending of Far From Home kind of had a lasting impact that led into this movie, but especially between Homecoming and then Far From Home, nothing that really happened in Homecoming mattered. And still... Now, nothing that hope that happened in Homecoming even matters now. Where's Vulture? He does not make an appearance in this movie.
0: Surprisingly,
2: he has yeah, not. But someone made an else appearance did, and I know it made
0: you end. happy. Oh, what's we'll up? Oh, my we God. oh. Will Hold up, we're of <laughs>
1: stopping right now, baby. We're getting all excited, Noah. We're gonna get. No, to get, excited,
2: yeah, we're gonna get to Don't worry, we're gonna there. get. It. Uh, but that was one of the biggest issues that I had was that Spider-Man. And Peter Parker, those stories that Marvel tells, the reason why they work so well is because they show consequences to just little things. You know, if Peter misses out on, you know, hanging out with Flash and Harry and Gwen, like whenever he's in university in the original run of the comics, they all like really look down on him for that you know like it has lasting consequences for his friendships where they don't trust him they don't think that he actually wants to hang out with them. they think that he's a big loner big. whereas in these mcu movies it's played off more so as a joke for homecoming and far from home no way home is a complete tonal shift for mcu spider-man i feel
0: oh it was a tonal shift uh, uh yeah in, in, many ways uh, for for a lot of things. I love what you're saying here about lasting consequences. I couldn't agree more. I'll tell you this. I think before, and then we'll go on to, to Patrick's overall view of, of mm-hmm. Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Um, to me, being a, 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 a fan of these characters, I think sometimes the worst thing that has ever happened to Spider-Man is that he left high school. That is my (laughs) Spider-Man that this juggling of like, uh, of, of responsibilities that aren't just yet responsibilities. You know, he doesn't have to pay rent yet. He doesn't have to worry about finals at school. He's just trying to be, be a normal kid while being a, a, a completely and utterly not normal kid. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that a big problem, at least with me, with the last two Spider-Man movies is I know that they've latched him on to Robert Downey and there's a lot of star power there and that he is the f- forefront of Marvel movies. But a key component to Spider-Man is that he does not have a mentor, is that he is figuring all this out on his own. You know, this yep. was the very first one where, yeah, he has his team of people, but they're also as inexperienced, you know? And, and, and during that little moment where he's fighting Dr. Strange, there's like this moment where he's like, this is what I get for always going to other people for my problems.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I like a Spider-Man that Mm -hmm. solves his own issues. And and this was a huge step up for me as a a Spider-Man fan because of that. And I think that we, I only feel that way because the last two movies, he's still in high school. Like, I've, I've spent a lot of time with Peter in this high school now. I know these students, and I love them. And even though he's in high school, he still has his mentor, and I don't want that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
0: the best part of Homecoming is whenever he's going around in his little tracksuit. You know, the best part of No Way Home has nothing to do with any of this.
2: <laughs> it really doesn't. So here's my question for you. Yeah. Are you more, I guess, like, how do I want to put it? Are you more familiar with the Ultimate Comics version of Spider-Man? Or are you more familiar with the original 616 continuity? Because those two are are different. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're different. Right. Right with the original run of spider-man him being in high school realistically only lasted like the first 30 issues and then yeah. after that they put him into university
0: yeah and those first 30 issues are the best spider-man that there's ever been
2: yeah yeah uh, whereas Patrick... with ultimate it kept him in high school for the entire run of his ultimate run before they introduced Miles and killed peter for they five minutes. Him?
3: yep <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah yeah <laughs>
0: as they do as they are one to <laughs> do. Uh, Patrick, what do you wh- what are your interpretations of this current Tom Holland Spider-Man?
1: I find your guys opinions very interesting cuz as we've already discussed, I watch these movies for pure enjoyment. Yeah. There's no I'm not <laughs> watching them from the sense of I know this is supposed to happen, so let's see if it does. Like it, Tom Holland to me, if you put all three of them in a line, he is the perfect Spider-Man. Toby, okay.
0: Then what? But Other what ones makes are him right. the perfect Spider-Man? What What about him specifically is better than Toby?
1: Specifically with him is he has these. He has the ability to act like a high schooler, but still pull off the "I need to be a man in charge" every once in a while
0: i mean a, get a whole done. lot of that a whole lot of that is that he looks like a high schooler where toby mcguire consistently
1: <laughs> looks like, like he's a, 30
0: yeah look like a 30 no year
1: but old man. but let me make another point the thing that i think makes it work is i don't think this is going to be a bad thing to say oh so boy. just get ready for it
0: here we go tom My holland
1: voice. should only be spider-man the rest Of his life because he's not a terrific actor.
0: He's an okay
1: actor. So the childhood charm that he has is perfect. He's uh, like like Leo in the Titanic. It just fits.
0: Okay, if you say so. We ended
1: up getting our James
2: Cameron Spider Man after all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this
1: is the perfect. You know, you you know what I'm saying
0: though. Like he has that naivety to him that it's
1: it works for that (laughs) character and.
0: I think that he's just a terrific actor. He has that like teenage I've seen innocence his other
1: movies. That's why my opinion feels this way. But <laughs> what,
0: what other movies is he even in? <laughs>
1: I watched Chaos Walking. Um uh, better than I thought. Did any of us see in. that
0: Cherry movie?
1: No, I did, I did not see that.
2: No. No, either. I'm not. No, it wasn't Cherry that I watched. It was a. Uh,
1: um
2: it was another one that released in Netflix that had Robert Pattinson in it.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the title of it. Anyways. I
1: don't uh, remember that. The reason, so the reason that I feel this way about these particular movies is I think that he was a good hybrid of what I want in a Spider-Man. He's got that naivety to him, but when he needs to turn it on and just get shit done, he does.
0: I think that even if
1: it's messy because he's a high school kid, it's messy.
0: What I think what's so. incredible is that your are ver- as as a as a non comic book reader and as just like a fan of Spider-Man media in general, your yeah, yeah. like ideal template of Spider-Man is everybody's ideal template for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of us like, and I think that's just so special about the character. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean by he transcends his own medium. We all want a, a little nerdy, dork kind of guy. We all relate to what, you know, yeah. last time we had a conversation, gentlemen, I nailed it. in. it was one of the MFOs of the episode, but relatability, the problem that I had with a lot of movies from no problems with movies that Noah picked this season on film harvest was I didn't feel relatable to any of the characters. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to not feel related to Spider-Man. He's mm-hmm. a loser and so are you. And that's he rises up every time just like you should. He's legitimately inspiring. That's the yeah. thing.
2: Spider-Man is very often described as the blue-collar hero because he is the everyman. It's, that's why Into the Spider-Verse was such a successful movie because it showed that literally anybody
0: can be Spider-Man. Do you believe, do you believe Stan Lee, that he says that was the intent of the full bodysuit the whole time?
2: Or do no. you think that he
0: back? <laughs> or do you think that he backdoored his way into that explanation?
2: I think he, oh, he just back-doored. saw, I, I think he saw an end with that. It was just like, you know what? Yeah. yes, that's
0: right.
1: Yeah. I think <laughs> Some- he was just being, a, he made a weird choice and it worked out well. Yeah,
0: somebody was interviewing him one time and they were like, <laughs> So the reason why Spider-Man uh, is, has a full body suit is so that way everybody, even the little brown kids in all these underdeveloped blocks could imagine themselves being Spider-Man, right? And after a beat, he just says, you got it, kid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's better than what I originally had. Before. Yeah, he was like, that
0: uh, was a million times better than what I thought.
1: Me? And I do, I do want to add one thing on to the Tom Holland deal. Um, yes. The way they design... I like camaraderie in movies. So the fact that he had people around him because he's not a perfect human to help solve problems makes it a more engaging experience.
0: You are 100%. Once again, it's relatability.
1: Yeah. The other ones, they felt more solo and trying to figure it out on the fly. And
0: This one, I felt like finally his supporting cast had shit to do. Yeah, they did. You know, they weren't, ju- they weren't just isn't there just this... to
2: be like comedic bits. Like they yeah, actually had. Diet isn't there in the just
0: story. to just to put in mortal danger.
3: Yeah. yeah,
0: you know, like Ned Leeds isn't there just to have a hilarious relationship with his girlfriend that he developed over over a, a airplane flight. I guess I don't know.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. <laughs>
0: what were they even doing in homecoming
2: exactly that's my point dude <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah.
0: yeah. uh no you're right it, it was so nice to, that both of them got their own and, and i'll tell you what it needed to be that way they both needed more screen time more shit to do more time with spider-man so that way at the end whenever he has to give it all up we now feel that loss too we now are losing our friends too and that's kind of the hardest bit at the end there
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know i have and, feelings about the ending we'll get into more, it I, I can't only imagine how much more powerful that moment would have been if they were more important characters from the get-go
3: yeah yeah you
0: but know, hey it's incredible we got what we got and, no, we got. You know, what we what? got. What we got is insane. The reason why I, I went over those Spider-Man movies is because since 2002, we've been getting a string of Spider-Man movies, and guys, we just reached the climax. Yeah, we just reached something that has never been done in movies before. This is incredible. This to me is more incredible than Endgame. Yeah. I probably liked a thousand endgame. percent agree. I'm I maybe like these things. I need to see this a couple more times to know where I stand, and how much I do love it because I do have problems, but I'm willing to forgive problems. We all are. Um, but
1: endgame had some too.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> a what lot what of I'm them. talking about is that this <laughs> not like storyline, this is just yeah fucking nuts that this happened endgame had 20 movies that built up concisely to one definitive climax of a movie this and it felt like had 20 had, years that was uh, uh, of characters and events that were cherry-picked and did it make no, sense are all you the looking time? at
1: that wet kirsten Dunst behind you you're
0: missing out bro dude we are missing we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about missing characters. <laughs> There's you know no, what? Reason. We There's no reason we keep on like, why we should have listening, had Noah has, tub tub has the movie on in the background. Pearson Dunn's wandering around. There's no reason why
2: we shouldn't have had that. <laughs> we keep on alluding to it. We keep on alluding to it. And we already know that this is going to be a big spoiler-filled review. So let's just get into talking about the movie. And what's the yes. biggest fact about this movie that I'm surprised I'm not actually seeing like all my friends posting about it right now?
0: That it, it happened.
2: It fucking happened. That the reason happened. why we've been talking about the original Spider-Man, why we've been talking about Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, is because finally, after, I don't even know how long of fucking speculation and rumors and supposed leaks and everything, it got confirmed. Spider-Man No Way Home, Tobey Maguire, it,
0: it, oh my god, dude, I, I can't Andrew say Garfield. it. And I'll, t- and I'll say this, let's let's talk about that moment. And I said this to you, because yeah. I went to see this movie twice. I went to see it back to back. I went to see it on Thursday night at a special preview. And then I went to see it again that next day uh, on Friday. Um, and coming out of the theater the second time, I love going to see movies twice uh, because then I can really like enjoy it the second time uh, the way that I want to. The way that they introduce the Spider-Man, the bonus Spider-Man, it's perfect because it comes at the exact moment in the movie when it needs to happen, that it gives the most emotional fulfillment and it also misdirects you because at this point, you're like, well, the other Spider-Men haven't shown up. They're probably not going to.
1: Okay, I have a question for you guys. You guys saw it. Anytime yeah. I had girls screaming like so, crazy
0: dude. Okay. So did here's not how see I see it coming. So twice, so twice this, happened. Yeah, both. twice did this happen two times in a row, both nights that I went, <laughs> Check this out. This was hilarious, dude. So, so It surprised they do, me. They do the thing. that Ned Leeds do, does the thing where he wishes that they could see Peter Parker. And they see Spider-Man in an alleyway. And they say, come on, Peter. We're, we're here. We're going to help you. And he runs towards them. And people in the theater, it starts as a low growl. Because everybody yeah. knows Spider-Man's outfit has been wrecked. They know this isn't Tom Holland. There's a low growl. There's a low murmur. Murmur. He's coming closer. There's somebody who shouts out like, it's happening. Oh my God, like people are so excited. They can't even contain it. People are screaming. People are already applauding and cheering and he gets through there, takes off his mask and you hear a, oh.
1: (laughs) And that is the wrong response.
3: Dude, when that
2: happened, like... I swear, everyone in like a five foot radius around me just went dead silent because everyone was trying not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, because,
0: well, the girls in my like, crowd loved so, this. They up
1: loved so Andrew perfect. Garfield.
0: Huh?
1: The girls in my crowd loved Andrew Garfield. No, they're no millennials. It's a thing.
0: Absolutely.
2: I
1: yeah. cheered. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm not even. I'm not even gonna
1: no,
0: try and hide th-
2: that. I literally just went. I
0: knew. I knew it was Andrew uh, Garfield anyway. His <laughs> outfit was Andrew yeah. Garfield's outfit. I was like, "That's not fucking Toby Maguire," but I do I knew, love no. Toby. I, I did love the disappointment from everybody. It was classic. It was fucking. Classic.
1: <laughs> and the dialogue that goes along with him throughout the movie fits that perfectly. Um,
0: I will say this right now. I said it. I said it the first night, and I'll say it again mm-hmm. right now. Uh, I think Andrew Garfield is a fucking gem in this movie
1: oh my god so good
0: i think he's they wrote him
1: perfectly
0: he he goes through such a journey for me that like is so resonant for so many different reasons and i was out of all of them i wasn't expecting it out of any of the spider-man i was like they're just gonna come in flip flip fly and and fuck off for all i give a shit you know yeah (laughs) But he's, out of all the emotional mo- moments in this movie, he's the only one that, like, actually tugged at my heart. Not even Aunt May dying. I was like, who gives a fuck?
1: Something oh, yeah, by the happen. way, guys, Aunt May
0: dies. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, can I extend the thoughts on Andrew Garfield here? Yeah. Please.
0: Let's extend um, thoughts.
1: I was very excited to have Andrew Garfield again. And the things that he got to introduce into scenes like the I always wanted a brother and like constantly wanting a hug I was dying
0: <laughs> dude whenever they're like in that huddle and, he's, and he like whispers I love you guys <laughs> yeah. both just like stare at him and say thanks
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just rude baby he's
1: so, like the forgotten spider-man and he just feels like a piece of shit <laughs>
2: But that's the thing, man, is this movie it changes my perspective on the amazing Spider-Man movies a little bit. I I just said to Mundo the other day that I have been diving into all the old Spider-Man movies and I've been like I've been watching reviews, I've been like I've been listening to behind the scenes audio tracks and shit. Like I've been in full-blown Spider-Man mania now for about a month and a half straight. <laughs> sure and my feelings about the second amazing spider-man are still pretty much the same my feelings changed for the first one a little bit for the positive but what they did with the spider-man character that they established in the amazing spider-man movies pays off so well in no, no way home with just the little interactions that Andrew Garfield has with everybody. The biggest one being whenever he's the one to catch Zendaya instead of Tom Holland Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, so good.
0: That was Dude. It. And that whenever and <laughs> it was he's incredible. Out and the tears are well. And I said this to Noah coming out of the of, of the movie. Patrick, once again, you couldn't understand because you're not embroiled in these fictional fucking characters like we are. Like, these are people that, like, part, Peter Parker's like a real person yeah. to be, you know? And to know of, of, of all the spider man out there, of all the fucking Peter Parkers that lost Gwen or MJ to a fall because they, they whipped and it broke her neck because she hit the ground because he wasn't fast enough. There was something so strangely vindicated and so strangely, like my boy did it. Like he fucking finally did it. He finally caught the falling bitch, and he fucking did it. The falling I was, bitch. <laughs> I was I was overwhelmed Yo. with emotion during during the first time watching it. I got man, here.
1: I I actually laughed a little. Like it, it was almost like a Titanic thing for me. How I thought it was so funny, but it wasn't because it was actually funny. In this case, it was the fact that Zendaya had to be like, "Are you okay?" Yes. <laughs> why are you crying he's just like he's just like
2: yeah yeah i'm fine yeah, I'm good. dude fine. i'll tell you what dude, the that reason had to hurt that hurt too. works so that,
0: well i mean if you're like feeling pain for somebody else and the person that you're feeling pain for asks you if you're okay that hurts
3: yeah
2: The thing that I think (laughs) that makes that moment really stand out, we're just talking about the ending of this movie. We have not talked about a single thing that happened besides Aunt May dying the rest of this movie. This was a
0: huge moment.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was. The reason why I think that this emotional payoff for Andrew Garfield works so well is because we didn't get that kind of emotional payoff in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because Amazing Spider-Man 2 was such a mishandled mess by Sony, we got nothing. Like, There's no no emotional weight.
0: So, so like that, that's what like I was thinking about both times that I was watching this movie is that like both these Spider-Men's lives moved on after their movies, obviously. And so whenever Andrew Garfield is up there talking about how he got dark, how he got violent, how like he started to lose control, this is clearly after Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2. But it's mm-hmm. telling us a story that we haven't seen. So it is, it does feel a little misplaced.
1: He does, it, they do have a funny moment there where he talks about how he hasn't fought people as fun as the other two.
0: Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> the three of them interacting is everything and more that I thought oh, about whenever I thought. The about banter it.
1: they had was gold. Now, uh, and he just
0: looks so defeated. He says, "I want to fight an alien."
2: <laughs> I honestly cannot believe how well all three of them just go. Yeah. Like there are no breaks breaks don't exist. There is no stopping as soon as all three of them are on screen together. It is like, it is the perfect way to blend fan service into your story organically.
1: Yeah. Can I uh, Can I jump into the star who I think was the star of the show, of this movie? If you don't say Willem Dafoe, you're wrong. It was absolutely Willem Dafoe. Holy shit, That's right. I forgot how good he was. <laughs> Dude. He
0: was a... Forced oh. to be reckoned with,
1: Mundo. Get every emotion throughout this movie, Mundo can
2: confirm this. Whenever he first did Ugh. the goblin laugh, I looked right at Mundo, my oh jaw God. hit the floor, dude. And I want to remind chilling. everybody
0: that, that Noah and I have been trailer dry.
1: Same here, I didn't and watch no, it.
0: It's, this is amazing, like all these things happening at once. It okay, there are and,
2: no drugs on this planet that can make me feel the same way that this movie made me feel the entire I time. I even felt
1: I'm hurt say, when I ended up that it wasn't what I thought with him.
0: I'll tell you this okay, I'm gonna, I'm and I gonna shouldn't have,
1: I should have known. I'm know. gonna
0: come in here and I'm gonna do a little bit of a negative Nancy thing,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh
0: boy, okay. Uh, Willem Dafoe, I think, I think the three strongest performers here in order in this movie Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina and Andrew Garfield. I think all yeah. three of them were yes. more than what they needed to be in this movie. And Jamie yeah. Foxx is like there a little bit but he he See, I did
1: not like him.
0: He, yeah, exactly. Something was off with him. Uh, yeah. But I think that this movie would have would have been handled better and ha- could have had an, an incredible climax. If it was just Goblin and and uh, Otto who were the final two and they fought the three. So I honestly think that the two of them could have handled all three Spider-Man and given them a great ass whooping. I think we missed an opportunity there. And I think I really do. That serum should have not cured the Green Goblin. He, I feel like it
1: had to because it didn't the first time. Bro,
0: he, no, Because he should have been like, you think that what changes people is like science-based? Like, this is who I am. This is who we are. You can't just flip a switch. I mean, maybe with Otto you can, but you're controlling his brain. Like, you're the one in control of Otto Octavius. Where he isn't in control of himself. You built that device.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. So- I guess, I, I think that that's a missed opportunity here Um,
2: the ending the ending does really bring up a lot of questions with how man this is one of the things that i was worried about whenever it came to a multiverse story because now the way that the characters ended at the end of no way home they go back to their respective Oh, universes. you know what,
0: Noah? Now I we're sinking
1: a- our teeth don't, back don't, in. Thank you, Noah. That. The movie's not, to have this the movie doesn't give a shit about
0: that. I don't give a shit about that. Fuck that.
1: They shouldn't <laughs> give a shit about that, but oh. I can't help
0: it.
1: Can we talk about how I won the bet?
0: You won the bet!
1: Marvel's a bunch of wimps. Pussies! Dude, they are pussies. The way they chose to do the plot, they couldn't kill Spider-Man. Otherwise, the the past would have changed.
0: If you're going to stab one, at least kill him.
1: I thought I lost for a second. I was was very concerned. And then he was like, I've been stabbed before. I'm like,
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, fucking hell.
1: So (laughs) tell me your emotions when that line was said. According to the bet.
0: Oh, I was, I was, whatever, the only thing that I thought about whenever he got stabbed was fucking right. Like Patrick, <laughs> has, Marvel has more balls than what I thought. We did it. And then he said, guess what? He doesn't die. Yeah. he says been stabbed before. I was like, I was like, it was like, but, but this stab could be worse. Right.
2: <laughs> We're going to watch him. We're going to watch him choke on his blood. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my God. I'm like really,
0: di- really disappointed and he says that. and he says, is that really happening or are we just or am I just dying? I wanted Andrew Garfield to look up and it be like a perfectly blue, clear sky. <laughs> uh, it's really happening, buddy <laughs> Dude, uh, I, I that was... moment
1: of the movie made me so happy because I knew I won.
0: Yeah, absolutely that was it. Um, That's all what, I needed to know. What? Let's let's dive a little bit more into into Willem Dafoe. Obviously, this was a yeah. fucking coup. This, how they fucking made this happen. Oh, God. And I hear it's because he wanted to do most of his own stunts. That's of what which they low. allowed of him. Which she did. Just like I I remember reading that Tobey Maguire negotiated for more. <laughs> maskless screen time instead of more money
1: um, interesting i was wondering about that it seemed like a very obvious like on purpose choice yeah, yeah there,
0: well i think that one it wasn't
1: yeah, just that it fit the story
0: yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> he um, could have come out of the portal as the spider-man outfit if he wanted to
0: yeah they all could have <laughs>
1: No, I know, but like I just thought it was odd that he didn't. So I knew there was something behind that.
2: Yeah, I honestly thought, dude, that they weren't actually going to put him in his costume. I thought I, there was a brief second but where I, I thought said, he's going to be in his state. <laughs> huh? You thought
1: he was going to be Hobo Spiderman? <laughs> yeah, dude, that line that uh, what's uh, Andrew Garfield says to him about oh, how he's a cool youth pastor. <laughs> You gonna go into this
2: like a cool youth pastor? (laughs) Pulls down his little collar. He just shows the Uh, slight hint of his costume, dude. Oh my god! Oh, now I'm just thinking about whenever they. But Willem Defoe. we run Willem Willem (laughs) Dafoe. Yeah, we need to get off that.
0: Really, really, really turns it up in this. He plays this dual role so well, even I would say better. Than, than his than his role in in the first Spider Man movie, um, I gotta say the only thing that he's missing are those bombs that immediately turn everybody into skeletons. Where the fuck are those, dude? Ones?
2: Do you realize <laughs> Son, that, that movie? I
0: was- <laughs> There was a moment where literally I thought that 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 bomb would go off that he threw it at May and then Peter would like wake up and he'd look and there'd just be a skeleton there. I legit was concerned that that was about to happen.
2: Dude, No Way Home could have been ended in like five minutes if he still had those bombs. (laughs) I will say though, as upset as I am, that... We only got like one brief glimpse at the original goblin costume. I am so unbelievably happy that they let Willem Dafoe use his actual face as the goblin.
0: Oh, I think that he looked in. Imp- the only thing that I wish is that because, like, the way that the mask broke, it like broke right at the jaw. I was really hoping that he would have that jaw piece on his lower jaw with the like. That spike- would have been cool. I think that that would have looked really, really neat.
1: But boy, See, oh boy I thought they I did something. Care. I thought they did something that enhanced the outfit, and they let him be a, a hobo Green Goblin.
0: Well, that's the thing; it looks but a little he bit put more put comic. The accurate. outside
1: outfit on, and I loved it. Like yeah. he had two. He was dressed twice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he like, looked a little Psycho bit more comic. Act, incredibly. <laughs> comic accurate the comic accurate, he has this like weird green suit and he has like rags all over his body because he's a goblin oh yeah it, it looks great it looks oh cool. of looking great like the joke in his no way pre-
2: home he looks like a big green elf <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and, and speaking of looking great even though his performance not a n- might not have gotten up there but jamie fox man this is my electro
1: He's, yeah, dude. Good. This yeah. was
0: my elector. This that was awesome.
1: Oh my Every god! I'm so glad they got rid of that surge
0: Of a move, he got the the classic electro star on his face.
2: I will say, I'm really glad that they actually brought up the fact that he was blue at first. <laughs> they immediately changed that. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, is he blue?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why is he blue? <laughs>
0: I don't know what. What do you guys think about the the order in which that they introduce these villains?
1: We start out. I thought the I thought the Sandman was an odd choice. Sandman was. I don't know why. Yeah. But I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't remember him too well. That I guess. So it wasn't like someone that I was looking out for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I. Feel like his power could have overpowered most things that happened. He's mm-hmm. very
0: dumb. He does not. I'll tell you what, he has yeah. the. There's this problem with like superheroes and supervillains that I have that have like stretchy arm ability. And that's that the only thing they can ever think to do with it is make a big fist.
1: Yeah. Oh, you mean like the Marvel Avengers campaign game? Yeah. Yeah, like that.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah. and that is like a, a, a trope that i fucking hate like nobody in uh, comics knows how anybody would use stretching everybody just makes a big fist
1: and stretches a little longer than usual
0: yeah makes it a real <laughs> big hook for some reason who knows i don't know yeah it is weird um
1: uh, so him i didn't really have a pro <sighs> the only thing that did so Surprised me was my expectation for the Spider-Man's being brought in was actually him like them coming in the middle of a fight against the people that were related to that Spider-Man.
0: Oh, you thought that we'd get? I thought that was how it
1: was going to be introduced.
0: Did you think we were going to get more cameos?
1: No, I thought we were going to, like, the same people, like, say, Electro comes in, right? Oh, okay. But then all of a sudden, Andrew Garfield swings in mid-battle. Yeah, that's what I thought, also... I thought
0: they would do. Well, the... Okay, so what I thought they would do... Like,
1: that is... would have been epic for me. I that thought it was that... fine. I liked it. I thought
0: it thought that fit they with
1: the show... plot they made.
0: I thought that they would show Spider-Man fighting Electro or somebody. Yeah. And Doc Ock comes in, and Electro and Doc Ock end up killing the Spider-Man. They unmask him. <laughs> It's Andrew Garfield where Doc Ock looks at Electro and he's like, that's not right. You know? Or, or, <laughs>
1: oh, that would have been amazing. I would have taken the loss on the bet.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like you immediately show that these guys are a force to be reckoned with by killing a Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, but that happen. changes
1: the past instantaneously.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that it's interesting that they all seem to be brought over into this reality at the moment that their hatred for Spider-Man is at their peak.
1: Can I make a complaint?
0: Yeah, always.
1: So here's my complaint. It's not who they picked. It's not how they brought them in. It's how unimportant they have made Doctor Strange despite everything happening around him
0: what do you mean by unimportant
1: so he does something stupid which isn't a Doctor Strange thing to do I don't think that's something that Doctor Strange would typically do
0: (laughs) what this Doctor Strange is a big dumb dumb to me Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yes, he is, dude. Like, he's a big dumb dumb. I don't, don't remember him being that dumb in the other ones, is though. Not at all from the comics. So no, <laughs> don't that, even MCU try to compare. The, that. He's a huge dumb dumb, bro.
1: I, see, I never saw him being a big dumb dumb until this movie, and then all of yeah. a sudden, he lets these emotions take over for him, which he never really did before.
0: No, that's what you think, but he does it all the time. That's the thing. Not like he, with the he, he not with the world changing thing, though. He thinks logically, but whenever it comes down to it, he's always going to go with his heart, and that's what makes him a, a relatable character. But mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. He he does these things. He does these. He so many times in this movie. He does it.
1: <laughs> oh my god! It did, and I love that character, and it made me angry that I like him as that character.
0: Yeah. I I don't mind. I think that it makes the character. I think that it makes him a little bit more relatable. I like. He needs
1: another movie though to make up for it.
0: He's getting a whole movie to make up for it.
1: He needs to have like two more. If he's as important as he is to the universe,
0: everybody loves him. But
1: he should have had it already. That's my only complaint. Either way, so it has nothing to do with this movie. No, but my complaint for this movie is how stupid like, – it feels like his fault. Like, as the adult, he should have been like, hey, your wish as and a I'll high school what, student is stupid.
0: At some, point, <laughs> at some point, Zendaya says that exact same thing. He's like, you yeah. are the one that caused this because it's your spell. Right. And, and I'll tell you what, he does not argue that point.
1: Not ever. Not one time does he argue it. <laughs> no, he
0: knows- I'll tell you this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my my little my little theory that I have in my head now is the last two MCU Spider-Man movies and any appearance that he's made, it all has been building up to his great power, great responsibility moment. And I think that all of that really is encapsulated with this movie because this is peter being mcu peter where he is making dumb decisions based selfishly on himself it's a classic tale from the comics peter being selfish only thinking about himself and everybody suffers for it and his consequence is well he has a consequence in the comics it's not as drastic as making everybody in the entire world forget who the fuck you are. Yo, do
0: you think that Doctor Strange, <laughs> do you think that Doctor Strange was up there at the top of the Statue of Liberty like ten minutes later, and he's just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Have been. Did I just, did I just magic myself?
2: We only saw the aftermath of that. This- decision like a couple of weeks down the road. We did not see the initial reaction of like everybody fight. coming to that realization. Like, then, what the then,
0: fuck? And then also whenever he's like Spider-Man get the fuck out of here Spiderman's Spider-Man's like peace, bra. He Spider-Man swings off. Where to? <laughs> he just That's
2: the that's the age old that's the age old tail man.
3: that's the age old tale of
2: him he's hitting in the web into a, a helicopter and he's just <laughs> heading out. <laughs>
0: The middle of the- <laughs> he just fucking whips and fucking swings out. Where the fuck did he go?
1: That's him swinging They're- out of everybody's memory, <laughs> dude. Their obsession with how Toby could just spit webs out of his wrist was so oh my funny. god,
2: dude. <laughs> Does it come out of anywhere else? <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that, that 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 got it. That got it. You would say that a few times. Um, no, I totally agree. I think that when we talked about this too something that was so incredible about the spider-man community is whether or not they actually super loved her or super did not love uh, this version of aunt may um you know aunt, aunt may is a decrepit old bag in the comics <laughs> not Marisa Tomei, I'll tell you that fucking much right now. Um, no, it's
2: not. <laughs> I've been saying it for years and I will say it forever. I cannot believe Marvel gave me a movie where Aunt May is a character that I actually want to fuck.
0: Yeah, and these, these movies have, a, have an absence from the beginning one of Uncle Ben. You hear mention of him during Homecoming and we are getting the Spider-Man prequel animated show. Um, But the fact that we didn't have an on-screen Uncle Ben's death and didn't have that speech from him was something that bothered a lot of diehard Spider-Man fans. And I think that it's an incredible choice. I think it's an incredible choice to make Aunt May Uncle Ben.
1: I loved it.
0: I couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah, I like it was, too. It was perfect. And like I know that some people probably weren't happy that it waited till the third movie for the the famous phrase to be said.
0: Yeah, but
1: I, sometimes at the, the same needs to at develop. the same
2: time, because we've been waiting for so long for it, like it's that, that much more satisfying of a payoff. Yeah. Now, do I agree with the methods that they went with to you know get that emotional payoff? Not really, <laughs> but. A big thing with people talking about the lack of Uncle Ben in the MCU movies, which I completely understand, don't get me wrong, but they need to realize that Uncle Ben isn't such a saint-like character to Peter in the original run of the comics. And that great power great and great responsibility line isn't even said by Uncle Ben originally.
0: It's it's dropped in just a random... Yeah, it's like the omniscient narrator says it at the end of the the Spider-Man issue. He does not retroactively, like a continuity thing that he says it, you know? And once again, now it's just part of the Spider-Man mythos. Can't be mad at people for not knowing that. A lot of people's, like,
2: a lot of people's connection to Uncle Ben and the way that they feel about him is very much in part to how Uncle Ben was in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man.
0: I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm.
2: Because in that movie, not only does he say that line, but he also acts like yeah. a complete saint with Peter, and like he's the biggest like part yeah. of Peter's life. He is a big part of Peter's life in the comics, but it is not due to Uncle Ben being such a saint-like character that he died. It is purely by Peter's, Peter's irresponsibility to not think about anyone but himself that uncle Ben dies. It's not uncle Ben dying was not for Peter to have this, you know, like I'm going to say the Tony Stark figure. No, but, in the I, I, get, I get
0: what you're saying, but I think that that we're leading towards the same point.
2: We are. That's exactly what it yeah. is. It's because of Peter making the decision that self for himself
0: only thinking
2: about himself yeah yes that may dies and she has that and she gives peter that speech
1: bam right then and there let me i also want to talk about why i think this was my favorite reveal of that famous line uh and i think it's because it was attached to to, i think an even more impactful meaningful moment for tom Holland's spider-man because he has no legitimate family left. Like in the other ones Aunt May was still there. Yeah. So there was yeah. someone else to pick up the pieces with him. Now yeah, he's this alone. Is what, this is
0: what breaks the tether. This is what allows him right. to later on go up to Doctor Strange and say make everyone forget about me. The only person yeah. that I have no real family that I exist is dead now because of me. So everyone else should forget about me too
2: yeah you know what i just thought of everyone making the joke that the next movie is going to be called spider-man homeless after the ending of no way home i actually think they might actually do that (laughs) (laughs) moving into the apartment i think that they'll actually do that
0: i think that they'll break away from the home thing i think the next one is going to be called friendly neighborhood spider-man
2: at the very least, I know that it's probably going to be set with him in university because that's been what a lot of that's even what Tom Holland has been talking about. Well, he's probably going to MIT next right? Few movies. Who Maybe.
0: knows? I don't really give a shit. What I do give a shit about though is Alfred fucking Milani, guys. he's so.
1: We're good. gonna.
2: I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna pull us back to what you asked us earlier about how we feel about how they revealed all the villains in the movie, like their order of like appearance. I'll tell you what, I definitely feel like they would have shot themselves if they would have revealed any other villain first besides Doc Ock. Doc Ock was the perfect villain to first introduce in the movie.
0: And because it then, my boy fucking bodies Spider-Man. <laughs> but he didn't bitch slap him. Dude, whenever he's holding him upside down and it goes to stab him and the fucking exostalator like protects his heart. He should have so bad. I thought. That, oh, my God. I dude. thought that he was going to like look at him and then just whack. Fucking slap him, dude. Never got the fucking Doc Ock slap, did we?
2: All uh, I wanted was to <laughs> smack Tom <laughs> Hall in the face and be like, you're not Peter Parker.
0: <laughs> whack. Oh, God, I love him. Fucking Doc Ock. There
1: was. <laughs> so I was watching him and it's been a while since I've seen Doc Ock on screen. Yeah. As, you know, that actor.
0: DH, and- by the way. Huh,
1: DH. Oh, yeah, Willem sure. Defoe
0: both.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
2: especially Willem Dafoe. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, good, but I was, I was sitting there and I'm, I, I was doing the game in my head of who would I like if they made that movie today and we had to pick a new Doc Ock, who would I pick? And I landed on Mads, Mads Mickelson from Hannibal.
0: You think so?
1: Oh my god, as a Doc Ock. I think he's got that, like, darkness to him with the Hannibal character that could crush that double-sided aspect.
0: Dude, I'd be going for Carlo Esposito. Here's
2: what I want us to do right now. I want you, me, and Patrick... I want all of us to just, and everybody listening, to just take a second and just imagine Mads Mikkelsen with a bowl cut.
1: Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) Terrifying. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that might do it. <laughs> <laughs> that may have right there. Yep. That's a good one. Our new campaign, our new campaign it's now he was is mad. not Batista just for just everything. Thinking, right. It is Mads Mikkelsen with a fucking bull cut. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that. Who would Batista play?
1: He'd be the lizard.
0: <laughs> the scorpion, bro.
1: Whatever. <laughs> 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 there's my yeah i my can i can
0: <laughs>
2: i can accept batista i can accept batista as scorpion of course if they get batista
0: for did you play a spider-man villain, electro you gotta play big wheel
1: oh my god Patrick, you know electro
0: patter do you know about big wheel no you gotta <laughs> big wheel at some point
1: it's like spider-man big wheel yeah, Spider-Man yes spider-man big wheel Okay, I'm doing it right now. Let's
2: yeah, do it. Check out, Spire. man. Talk about a real missed opportunity for this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Okay. So listen, if you're recasting Electro and you don't use Dwayne Johnson, the formerly most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment, <laughs>
2: what the fuck's wrong with you? I
0: don't know what you're doing. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> what? <laughs> describe, describe what you're uh, saying for the listeners who don't know about Big Wheel
1: it's really just go like on if anyone's been on an exercise bike it's like the front part of an exercise bike with a couple clenching arms
2: <laughs> that's about Which, it by the way on that note if you don't know who <laughs> big will is why are you listening to our podcast how yeah, did you find us? i didn't <laughs> <laughs> big Will was amazing Actually, <laughs> how are you associated with us? the other option is
1: a tricycle that i had as a kid so you know Obviously,
0: that <laughs> yeah. One. Um, I will say uh, this. I will say this, but this, this movie had some incredible moments whenever everybody was together. But I thought yes. that it felt extremely paint by numbers whenever it wasn't like a, a, a big party scene with everybody. You on the
1: note that I have at the top of my list.
0: This feel there's a times that oh. this where this just feels like amateur hour with with like. With a dude at, in college, like trying to make a film. Like, it's so clear that there are moments where people are not on this, on the set together. They're just reading lines off of somebody else who's reading somebody else's lines. It, it is a little insulting. Uh, so, yeah, this my, movie very yeah, much just
2: had like, it had a plan, it wanted to execute that plan, and it didn't want any trouble doing that. So, to get through the whole entire first, act basically it was just bing bam boom Go,
1: you know so yes and yes um so my note for that was that i wasn't particularly a fan of the plot line but i thought they did a good job of tightening the reins in so it didn't get chaotic with everything they were trying to do
0: yeah, this, this movie was definitely it could have gone
1: off the rails. And at some fast.
0: point, at some point they were like, How much is our audience just gonna accept what's happening? Yeah. And and I think they cut it off at a good point. They did it, but yeah. I brained it in a little bit. That's the problem with magic. Like, there's no they gave it
1: but they gave it in, in a Spider-Man universe, they gave it believability.
0: Yeah, in a Marvel universe with magic. Yeah, absolutely. I know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um but that trust me, like, they make a lot like of jokes about there being like magic. Attractive.
2: Huh? They make a lot of jokes about there being magic in the universe.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I made a note, too, about, like, as a person that has seen all these movies, except for the third one of Tobey Maguire. Uh, Change that. You don't it,
0: need to. It's, no. <laughs> I mean, unless Fine. if you really love Sandman.
2: <laughs> listen, listen,
3: listen. Um, I'm
2: telling you, the Everybody at least once in their life just needs to see Emo Peter dancing down the street, finger running girls.
0: He he revealed himself in this and he didn't just like dance through the swing ring circle. Missed opportunity just saying that. You know what? No way home, zero out of 10. I hated this
1: movie.
0: (laughs) No, he was Um,
1: (laughs) uh, No, like I had just a small note of like, it just felt like they did a good job keeping, you know, tightening it up. But they were still trying to get twenty years of Spider Man history into one experience.
0: Yeah, so there is a lot of like exposition dumping.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah. that, which is fine. Know,
0: yeah, I think that this movie
1: it worked here.
0: Yeah, it it ended. It, it, you know what? Man? It is deserved because of this twenty this spontaneous and completely random twenty years of past history Spider Man movies that like. They're now fortunately, we are fortunate enough that that a studio is making something like this.
1: Yeah, you know, definitely.
0: Really, I can't talk about how astounding enough it is that this just even got made. At points, this it didn't even feel like a movie. It didn't feel like a, a, a movie that I was watching on screen. It felt like a dream at some points.
2: And that's the thing, like that, that's a big reason why all the exposition dumps, all the rushing to get all of our, you know, main players on the board and everything. Like any problem that I have with this movie, I can overlook it just because a, it is such a special Spider-Man film to like, especially to somebody like me who my entire life has been, yeah
0: like you are the only my, person that i know that likes the matt fraction run of spider-man
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> but, so it's funny because i think you're giving us the exact feeling that people had from the second sam raimi movie right it wasn't perfect but people forgave a lot but that movie is also like
2: a genuinely actual good movie so I
0: disagree that movie is pretty that much is
1: perfect. not a great movie Patrick. People people give up a lot of things to make call that a good movie.
0: Uh, okay. All right, so I'll tell you this and I'm a, my favorite part in that movie is whenever he's laying on the bed of that train. I know everybody talks about it. Yeah. Whenever they take off his mask and that guy and he's like, "He's just a kid. He's no older than my 28-year-old son." <laughs> so he looks i'm like saying this now who also looks like a full-grown man <laughs>
2: we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a sequel episode to this little review and that sequel episode is just gonna be nothing but audio of us kicking the shit out of patrick
1: you mean toby didn't look like he was 17
2: Oh my god! Dude. His nice little, his nice little five <laughs> o'clock
0: shadow. <laughs> yeah, his, his seventeen-year-old son who also has a growth defect that makes him look twelve years older than what he is. <laughs> kidding me? Best part of that movie. <laughs> what a fucking stupid thing to write in a script. Liz also had a inside. fucking stupid thing to write on a script revolving a train. My god! So there's. That moment in the mirror world? Yes. Could, you, could you imagine fucking Benedict Cumberbatch? Tra- classically trained professional actor of the highest regard. Like, such a critically acclaimed dude. Super world famous. Incredible. Dramatic,
1: dramatic roles, like, everything. And he
0: has to stand on a soundstage and say, It's the mirror world where I'm in control. I was like, shut the fuck uh,
1: who? again man <laughs> okay, I don't know MCU
0: that line but fire Although them. that
1: part was very I... cool because he used math to get out of that problem and oh, you know dude. how much I love math I thought I love about math. you
0: so much during that I was like Patrick is gonna fuck if all else, if Patrick hates this movie he's gonna love that math kick Dr. Strange's ass so good
1: I was like geometry I'm good at geometry <laughs> you're like that's what i mean
2: though that's what i mean though with tom holland i think might actually just be my favorite spider-man now is that that's a pretty key component continue that's a pretty key component with spider-man in the comics is that he's smart like he uses science and shit like that to figure out his problems this movie is full-blown setting up a whole new status quo for Spider-Man going forward
3: oh yeah, because
2: he is acting yeah. independently. He now yeah. does not have anyone else. He has to establish whole new relationships with people. Like this is a completely fresh start for a brand new Spider-Man just now with the same actor. It's kind of like a little soft reboot to be completely honest, but <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I'm here for it.
0: I think that this is, I said this uh, uh, before too, um, this is clearly for me that, that Sony is like, okay, now we can do our own Spider-Man shit. Now Spider-Man yeah. doesn't need to be in the MCU, but in the big movies, he can come in play a bit part, but we can now just do whatever the fuck we want. And nobody can give a shit that he's not helping out, uh, the MCU. Speaking of helping out the MCU, Spider-Man got a big old bowl of thank you flakes, getting lawyered by Noah's main fucking man. Oh, Matt right? God, Murdock.
1: oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. dude, I instantly I, thought of you.
2: Dude, again, another thing that Mundo can absolutely confirm. Whenever Matt Murdock showed up, I fucking jumped out of my seat, pointed right at that screen. I was like, yes. Like those
1: <laughs> yeah. little girls when Andrew came out.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly like that. Oh, the my Netflix God. He how- probably had the like most Marvel moment maybe ever. Oh my whenever God, whenever that, he
2: caught that fucking rock. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he's, like, and he's just like, I'm a really good lawyer. I'm oh like, that, God, is, that is like the most Marvel one-liner I've ever heard in my life.
1: So dude, when is he getting his own movie, Noah? I, your guess is as good as mine, I'm buddy. calling it now. Not
0: only. He's gonna, it's I'm happening now. It right now, he's going to be in Hawkeye. He's going to oh. be in the last episode of Hawkeye.
1: Oh my God, that would change my world. Noah. so
2: i finally have caught up with hawkeye and i know there's a character that's coming back and yeah
1: I'm only yeah. two episodes in slow your roll
2: yeah you just wait you just wait patrick you'll oh, i'm know. just
1: waiting but you'll know you know he's my boy and they have nailed his character so far
0: i i told you guys in the group text if, if they yep. stick this landing it's probably oh. in my top five maybe even top three marvel things ever
1: it so far it's genius.
0: Just wait for it, dude. I know you're only two episodes in, but it's even more genius than what you think. Oh, but I'll I can't tell you wait, one, man! What a great, great,
2: great way to display Daredevil's powers, or just the fact that this is Daredevil in a way that, like, if people coming into No Way Home don't know who Daredevil is, that's again, what I thought. Are you watching No yep. Way Home? But. If you don't know who Daredevil is and you watch this, no, wait, you fucking see that sequence. You're sometimes
0: too hard on non-comic book readers, bro. Look, yeah, man, I got it. You I got to bully them in the comics. That Iron Man. That whenever they released Iron Man in 2008, they had to release a seven-minute-long video describing to people that Iron Man is no, not in fact, a robot.
2: Listen, I don't forget that. But listen, I, think I also you're... need the bully everyone who doesn't read comics that... into reading
1: comics.
0: I think that you think that more people know about Daredevil is not an A lister in Marvel. Dude, I no, wouldn't he have known not.
1: anything about who Matt Murdock was if you didn't make me watch that one episode for episode seats
0: Yeah, see, like I would not it's... have
1: known who that was.
0: Yeah, but but you're right. Those of them that did it, the moment that he has the blind claim, came the blind uh-huh. glasses, the moment he catches that brick coming from the Rindo you are 100% correct. If like This dude is actually somebody. That dude is smart. Matt Burdock is the daredevil? That's the only person that could be at that point. Yep. Yeah. That was, was very smart. Yeah. Now, what about the people that didn't make it into these movies? Where could have they fit it? A wet shirt Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> <laughs> Where would have she been best used? I, I, uh, oh man. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think Emma Stone would have been more useful.
0: Dude, I was hoping for Emma Stone to pop up. Yeah. That would have been some good shit. If they would have
2: brought in a fucking live action Spider-Gwen, man. Oh man. Dude, oh, I man. thought
1: that for a minute that they were What been, if like all, all the women got men. sent on a I mission? I was sure yeah. that
0: they were going to do it.
2: I know. I thought they were too. I was like, I was like what because like, once again, they, they even showed somebody like starting to walk out of that like portal yeah like out of that rift in the sky like they showed showed people were starting to walk out
0: well they showed a few of them we'll talk about them but Uh. i thought that they i thought that no i thought that whenever they were like up where on like the school roof or whatever where they all are hanging out talking to the other spider-man andrew garfield gives a great speech about being angry and so does toby Maguire about uncle ben's death but i thought that while they were up there somebody you know you'd hear like a what you know what's this party about and we would turn and yeah, spider gwen i thought that we would get a brief spider gwen
1: i kind of think it would have been fun if like the three like between her her and zendaya they all had to do something together
0: that would have been nice but that is a lot of plot
1: it's too much yeah it wouldn't have happened
0: and that's why you don't put in spider gwen you Know that's a lot, yeah. you're already it would have been too again, much. Once again, we have to find as movie studio executives we have to find out the right amount of bullshit. Yeah, that it is it
2: would
1: have been too much, but it still would have been cool. Yeah.
2: That is a whole different story in and of itself. You cannot tell that, like I you agree. can't tell that in a movie like this. Well, this movie already certain, There's
0: no way like that we can bring in Miles no. Morales to this either. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, I, I, I totally
1: agree. I did think. I was hoping that they would introduce whoever the black Spider-Man would be. Oh, Because yeah. of the line they I used. I thought one of the end credits would be that.
0: Yeah, I think... Oh, my God, dude. I think that that'll be in, in the second... the ne- Not next yeah. Spider-Man movie, but then one after that. We'll get Maybe,
1: mine. yeah. But, like, th- that was a very purposeful line. It was very obvious, and yeah. I wanted to know.
0: And it was a good one.
1: Which means I'll watch all of them to make sure I find out. <laughs> this movie. And I'm already thinking about who I'd want to play him. And
0: what, is, what is amazing What is amazing here is that you have... Th- what are the problems with with Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2? You know, the, one of the biggest problems with both of them that people say uh, too many villains. Too
2: many characters don't know how to handle them.
0: What what this movie did with all these characters is so astounding that they were like, fuck it, let's take characters that have already been established and let's just swoop them in
2: here. This,
1: this is Luke. a very,
2: very, very, very lucky case of
1: third time's the fucking charm. Yeah. How but, do you do it? But think about it. Willem Dafoe just pops in and he's the goblin again. Yeah. That's you don't why have to I, think about it as a fan. You know
0: what you're getting. Yeah, and that's why I say that's why I say that. Like to me, my mind canon is that these guys popped over like whenever their hatred of Peter Parker was at their most intense.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they talked about it. They were in, in the middle of their end battle. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: but but it's not the. A lot of people were saying that whenever they died, they were being brought over, but a couple of them were. Oh no, no,
1: it's before them.
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Evidently.
1: I thought that was pretty clear. <laughs>
0: I didn't know, but people... I mean, that's and, obviously... And that's, why, that's the that's obviously of the past really with Doctor
1: Strange. He knew yeah. that they that didn't happen yet.
0: Yeah.
2: It's obviously really clear with Green Goblin because whenever he is first introduced in this movie, his costume is fucking pristine. At the moment where he's about to die, if he actually got pulled right at that moment, he would have been all, like, busted up. His, his his helmet wouldn't, like, even really exist.
0: He'd look uh, like the exact same thing that he looks like at the end of that movie, except he'd have more rags. Can I,
1: can I say something to what you just said? Hmm. I want a poster of Tom Holland holding his glider up over him.
2: Dude, oh my god.
0: Oh so, my god. So well oh done. God. That Listen, listen. Out of all uh, out of all the, the Marvel media out of all the Marvel media that somehow does not end with a big fucking flying punch-up. It ends in a punch-up, but a punch-up that means something. This isn't just people floating around shooting pointless lasers at each other that mean nothing.
1: This, that all. uh, My heart was breaking for Tom Holland Spider-Man.
0: And how important the both problem- is it that, to that that both Spider man help in their own way. Toby McGuire, who doesn't <sighs> yep. let the anger and the depression take hold of him for uh, cursing himself with Uncle Ben's death, saves Tom Holland from killing Green Goblin. Where the other one, the aggressive more angry Spider-Man tosses him the thing that he could actually use to stab into the green goblin, relieving himself of that anger and pain, but also still helping the old man.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What the hell? How do you pull that off? (laughs) so (laughs) good. How do you pull that off?
2: I just went silent for like a good solid minute because like I'm reliving that sequence in my head right now. And, Boy, <laughs> there is. There has never been a more euphoric feeling for me than watching that scene take place. That was That was porn. That was literally
0: porn. It was so you know
1: it was porn? I'll give you what was porn. If you're in the LGBT community, or you're just a straight woman. Tom Holland, beginning of that movie with about 18 abs. Oh,
0: oh my yeah. god he's, he's okay. get it son the first time <laughs> that the first time that noah saw it he was like eight minutes late because there the line for the concessions was that long
1: oh my yep. god man i i don't usually notice those things but that's probably the first time since i watched fight club and brad pitt in that movie for the first that time that, that i was like
0: something in you oh
1: okay tom holland i see what you got going on I got Dude, you. Jimmy
0: Fox. Jimmy Fox. He's, he's <laughs> got himself a little body now too.
1: He did. Yeah. He did, but his was covered up the whole time pretty much. So, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's not mm. about him. It's about Tom.
0: That's right. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of covered up, speaking of covered up,
2: I do have a really big problem with a lot of the CGI in this. And it really does boil down to how much they, Realistically, had to yeah. CGI taught or CGI Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire's right. costumes in order for them to like do all the things that they had to do. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: but like, mm, I mean, the, there's the just CGI, something about
0: once again, once again. Man. I mean, it's the Mar- Marvel. Does let's welcome to 2021. Like, Marvel- yeah, let's stop pretending that Marvel has like this amazing CGI. None of their movies look None realistic. Of no. You the know? first no, iron man care. movie i don't come care on. How, i don't care if <laughs> i can tell everything cgi so long as the story is there and it's making me care about what's going on though i will say yep. that it was a little disheartening to know that they went with completely cgi doc Ock arms
2: yeah see that's the yeah thing. that was kind of that's the thing
0: yeah only it's because they did they- it with in Spider-Man 2, and it looked so great in that movie. And I and I could I, I was watching it, I was like, these arms aren't real. Don't lie to me. These arms are not real.
2: It's not the fact <laughs> that the CGI looks bad, which in some sequences it does kind of look Sorry, wonky.
1: I know that one got me.
2: That's all right. <laughs> but,
1: but, at like head.
2: duh. <laughs> the MCU's CGI problem is them CGIing things that don't need to be cgi like the arms in spider-man 2 compared to how they look now look significantly better because they are practical effects the spider-man suits you know one of the reasons why i just said about why i had a problem with them is because they look so fucking good just existing Like the costumes themselves. Oh, whenever they're like, whenever
0: they're like, just like in the lab and they're just like doing their experiments or hanging out, they're just like chilling out in their suits. It looks great. They look great. Yeah. But once they start whipping around with each other, it gets blurry, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and I wish that they also did give. I mean, I could tell the difference because I know those Spider-Man suits. But I wish that they did give a little bit more of a difference between Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man so that way whenever everybody was swinging around, you could definitively tell whom was whom. Imagine if they would have used yeah. the
2: Amazing Spider-Man 1 suit. It would not have made sense, like, continuity-wise because that suit was ditched yeah. after the first Amazing Spider-Man and obviously we pick up Andrew Gar- Garfield after the events of Amazing Spider-Man 2. But honestly, I would have been... I honestly would have been down for it because I it's a different suit I don't like it but it would have differentiated him between Toby Maguire and I mean Tom Holland already has a different suit as it is
0: but no his them, suits
1: were bomb in this movie dude,
0: them sweet around dude. together whatever oh they that's
1: spider the, suit oh. dude.
0: whenever they used whenever they like whipped the one spider-man and he flung from their whip in mid-air oh. So good, my god! And then they all like are jumping in front of the big ass. Like, hey, okay, so what the fuck is up with them putting a Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty? Yeah,
1: I was wondering about that too. Was I this the thing about that,
0: that they only did for <laughs> this movie, so that way they could have a fight with around Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty? Is that what
1: happened? never been brought up? It's, it's gotta got tie into something.
0: Well, I don't know. Right? I mentioned I, it briefly in an episode of Hawkeye.
1: But that I haven't gotten to yet,
0: right? But it, but it isn't okay. like a big thing, they just it's like a passive, yeah. but I
1: feel like it will be like that's a weird too. thing, a choice to you make. Don't you know? just do that, no. So it will come up again.
0: And then, then I asked Noah this do you think that there was a filmed scene where Tobey Maguire sees <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson
1: Oh my god, I, like, I hope so. Every
0: fucking reality. <laughs> yeah really Yo, opportunity this movie
1: was so good
0: dude Jay, first of all jk simmons is a national treasure we need to appreciate yeah. him like he should be
1: yeah but he was the daily
0: bugle is, like a podcast
1: daily bugle
0: Best part of the sam raimi trilogy he might even be the best part of the third movie like all around
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but J.K. He- Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson is the best part of the Sam
0: Raimi movies. I'll tell you this right now. There are few, there are such few adaptations and like character adaptations that hit the character like so well that you can tell that the representation on screen is influencing the comic. You know, and that's J. Jonah Jameson, baby. Great him him I, th- I think i read one time that him and the thing from the first fantastic four movie were stanley's favorite come to life characters that that he worked with
1: that's pretty cool
0: yeah he's so good too he's oh so God. good at how he's like in his basement in the beginning of the movie yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: just an alex jones ripoff i fucking love it dude Oh my God, whenever he plugs um, so, his Daily Bugle like supplements or whatever, oh my God. But then, yeah. but,
0: then but then like, and this is what, what we talk about whenever we say like great story structure, we all know that to make you laugh, you have to make somebody cry. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only way that this works. So we get this hilarious demeanor of J.K. Simmons, but as the movie goes on and then Spider-Man's dealing with these problems that he himself is creating, J.K. Simmons is catching it, all of it on on film. And after the tragedy of his Aunt May's death, he's standing there looking at a giant billboard of J.K. Simmons who was hamming it up. He's still hamming it up. Yeah. But now we have that added weight of tragedy, of something terrible happening. And if nobody else is going to say it, fuck it, if nobody else is going to say it, J.K. Simmons will fucking say it. This was Spider-Man's fault. Yep. Yeah, and
2: man, again, once again, consequences.
0: Consequences. It's so easy to make a movie matter. It's so easy. All you need to do is is, is write a one or two scenes early in the movie that set up something later on in the movie. That's it. You nailed it. Is that?
1: (laughs) I. Write a script you've written before. You
0: did it. Yes, it's that's what you did. I can do it if I'm a big dumb dumb.
1: <laughs> Why did it take this long
0: <laughs> for them to fucking do it? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big dumb dumb. I'm a bigger dumb dumb than Doctor Strange, and I can do it.
2: I will say, I will yeah. say, one of the one of the only like actual genuine problems that I do have with this movie that I can't overlook, it completely defeats the purpose of homecoming. Like Why? if you watch Homecoming,
0: like what purpose did Homecoming have, anyways, besides to establish the Spider-Man? Yeah, introducing I don't know. him. You introduce I have no idea man with his own move. No, yeah, I
2: don't know what you're talking about. Everything that <laughs> happens in Homecoming does not end up mattering towards the end of this trilogy. Again, like it I said, need Vulture. It is, I where's Vulture? Where's that scorpion?
0: I hate. It's to- an
1: origin movie.
0: I hate, hate, hate to tell you this, but. Nothing that happened in any of these movies now matter. You want to talk about consequences? You want to talk about not liking this movie for ruining Homecoming? This movie ruins itself. This is an equivalency of it was all a dream. Except now, oh
1: my god! Thank you. I had that problem at the end. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, So like, no, Noah. Like this doesn't ruin Homecoming. It completely negates everything.
1: Toby and I didn't Andrew, say it useless. I said
0: it was a problem that I Wasn't could not needed. overlook. Yeah. But at no, this point, yeah. what you did Toby and pro- Andrew do? You Nothing. said that it's a problem you cannot overlook. That's ruining something, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about ruining.
2: Yeah. Diminishing a little bit, but <laughs> ruining now.
0: I'll take diminish, but still, my point right. remains.
2: Your point does still stand. I will accept
0: that. Yeah. You can't be bad <laughs> But again, right. like. Yeah.
1: We hit on that you can be fast mad because you brought it up, up the
0: fuck you want. I don't give a shit. But I'm just saying that like, if you're going to be upset with this for Homecoming, for for making Homecoming not matter, this movie also doesn't matter.
2: Nothing matters. <laughs>
0: <It's>
2: the, <laughs> now you're getting it.
1: Great-
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, um, welcome to the Nihilism podcast.
3: <laughs> we
2: I'm going to expand mode?
1: on your point, Sea bear I'm expanding. Um. You made a good point about the ending to the movie. I get why they did it. Yeah. But I wish that he had made one more selfish choice and had to pick between Ned or Zendaya to remember him.
0: Oh, I'm happy that didn't happen. I'm not. Yeah. Because
1: now it feels like any movie after this is a complete reset. Well, that's the thing. It is kind of a complete reset. I wanted to have some stitch of when I see this next movie, there's this little bit to hold on to that I need to pay attention oh, to. Oh, there,
0: there will so, be. There will be. I'm sure that they will. There will be,
1: back. but there isn't right now. And that I wanted that feeling for the next two, three years for the next one to happen. You. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Now you're going to have to wonder well, how the... they stitch it back.
1: Right. Well, that's the, that's now the thing. Now it feels like that... so... Let me no, let me give you the example, okay? Mm-hmm. So my favorite book series. I've tried to read book 4 a billion times, but what she does is introduce a shit ton of characters that had nothing to do with the first 3 books. And I get annoyed every time and then I stop reading and it's happened about 4 times. <laughs> so that's what I don't want to happen. I don't, I don't want think them
0: going to happen. I don't. You you get
1: my concern though, right?
0: I 100% do. They now now have
1: creative freedom to ruin what they've done. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And and that's what that's what's also so like upsetting about it is because like I really felt like I saw Ned and and MJ grow as characters in this movie. And And once again, none of it matters now.
1: Right. And that's why I had an issue.
0: Oh yeah, I think okay. Nothing
1: so- mattered at the end.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't I find, think this is my the mo and I remember telling you this, Patrick. This is a representation of my least favorite Spider-Man story yeah. of all time. I hate it even more than the clone saga. But <laughs> Peter Parker sacrificing his happiness for the benefit of what the fuck ever is bullshit. The thing we he don't should, know. He should not have to do that.
1: He shouldn't have done it. It's not in his character to do that.
0: I mean, I think it is in his character to do that, but I just don't want him to do it.
2: The big thing with Brand New Day compared to this one is that his decision to give up everything in Brand New Day was to save Aunt May. So that was him making a selfish decision. In this one, him having...
1: Brand New Day?
2: Filling the non-intelligent
1: person in the room.
0: Yeah.
2: Brand new day. Brand new day takes place after Civil War. Okay. The comic, the comic so, version
1: of so Civil War.
0: So it's important to note that before Civil War in the comic, Spider-Man had never been unmasked in his fifty years of publication. Okay.
1: So cliff notes yeah. then. I need cliff notes. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, and in Civil War, he finally unmasks himself and he says, I'm Peter Parker. I've been Spider-Man since I was 15. Everyone's like, he looks like my son who also looks like a 40-year-old man. Um, <laughs> but because of and this, because Yeah, go, yeah. On, go his on,
2: villains, on. Because his villains find out who he is, in particular, one villain, Kingpin, orders a hit on Peter. A sniper is hanging outside of
0: he kills Aunt May. Know.
2: Basically, <laughs> okay. Basically, basically. Noah Cliff Notes. Right. Cliff Notes. Yeah, yeah give I me know, the Cliff I bro. I know.
0: I know. So, so <laughs> yeah, Spider- so basically, Spider Man meets the devil himself Mephist- and says, no. "Yo, give me back Aunt May." Right, but I want your marriage. And that's what Mephisto says. He says, "Give, give me your ex- your happy marriage, and I'll give you back this eighty-nine-year-old woman who's gonna probably die of a hip replacement in six years."
2: And it was all because Joe Casada just did not like Peter being married. He wanted him to go back to his roots as just a fucking irresponsible kid. He did not want him to be an adult, which I think is such a fucking insult to the kid. I hate Brand New Day so oh, much. It,
0: oh, it's the worst thing to ever happen to Spider-Man. One more day, I don't
2: fucking... It doesn't because matter. of that,
0: this is the MCU's one more day. But,
2: again, the whole reason why he fucking made that decision day, in the comics the was to save Aunt May. <laughs> Oh, In this one, it th- is to save the entire universe because that of his original fuck-up of trying to make...
0: The name of the next Spider-Man movie, guys.
2: What? If it is, I won't watch more it. more
0: day. And then every yeah. single... And then the next two, the next trilogy, are all going to have day. Yeah. I can and see it. it was- yeah. No, you're right, Noah. And I think that that's why this movie is so strange for me is because it takes my least favorite one of my least favorite comic moments ever and actually does it right. It actually does something that makes me care and makes me want to see what happens next. I yeah, am. Yeah. And more- that's what I was, that's yeah, what I was I-
2: saying to Patrick about like him being nervous about how those characters are handled later on down the line that it right now it all comes down, like how you feel about MCU Spider-Man comes down to a matter of perspective because it is a completely fresh slate. So you can either be nervous about where they take these characters yeah. next and if they do them justice, or you could be optimistic and hopeful that what they do now is going to be even better than what they did originally because all expectations are thrown out the window. What can they do? There's so many things they can do. And one it's, of my, it's exciting.
1: One of my theories that I had has already been, I think, debunked by a coworker. Uh, and, unfortunately, that, be- that has seen it. Um, but my first initial thought was that Ned would be a descendant of Wong.
0: Oh, hmm? I mean, you don't you don't introduce that without bringing it back.
1: But I also learned a little thing about the comics that would contradict that. Maybe not contradict it, but make it less likely for him to end good.
2: <laughs> okay, whenever it comes to anything Ned, Leeds, anything
1: Ned anything that was, is yeah, Ned I mean, Leeds becomes related. a
0: great, uh, Hobgoblin, but I don't think that that's going to happen.
1: Oh, so I my co-worker anything... told me that he becomes um, Venom.
0: Oh, he no, might in some iteration, but, but my Ned Leeds turns into a okay. Hobgoblin. Okay, yeah, so she anything... told me in
1: one comic he turns into Venom.
0: I mean, everybody turns into Venom at some point. Yeah.
1: That's Anything
0: <laughs> that is Nedley, like any thought
2: that you have always, that is Leeds related, is that like, compared, like every comparing... like,
1: vampire movie, nobody actually dies. Yeah, everybody just becomes venom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Basically. <laughs> but trying to trying to plot out where they take Ned's story, if you're going off the comics, is pretty much useless at this it's point because
0: absolutely impossible. Yeah. Ned
2: Leeds in the MCU is ganky from the ultimate run with Miles.
0: Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Oh, I never played. I that. gotcha. You never that was the that. only thing that like my major thing to come out of it is I hope that because Wong was, it's and his character is interesting, right? <laughs> He's been in pretty much every Marvel movie since the end game. Like, Wong has made an appearance in almost every one.
0: Dude, he's a Sorcerer Supreme. That was a great realization. He's never important. He's
1: just there. Huh?
0: That was a great realization that he's a Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. That reveal was excellent. Mm -hmm. I love that, dude. (laughs) I blipped
2: out of existence for five years, and this guy just got it by a technicality.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, that's... He's a character that excites me. Going forward, yeah. Um, and why would I he? don't have many I hang on to like that? So that's exciting for me. Um, and I really hope that they take Ned in that direction. But who knows? He opened a portal, so he knows something, and Doctor Strange knows he knows it.
2: Yeah, I don't. Obviously, think that- he has some sort
0: of magical capacity. Yeah, I don't think that capability. you you do that without making it a bigger deal in the future i mean once i'll tell you something right i'll tell you i'll tell you this Uh, i don't think that if we if they do i do believe that they'll be back mj and peter are gonna be like their future they are definitely gonna get in point that's how spider-man works but i think that they will be mostly background or cameos in the next movie yeah. And then I which think which I would establish be a
1: new personality for Spider-Man.
0: Right. And then once yeah. again I think I think the second movie is whenever he'll start interacting a little bit. By the end of the first movie, he's going to be friends again with Ned. For sure, yeah. 100%. Dude, By the how end of the funny the would it movie, be?
1: Huh? How funny would it be if there was a subplot where like JK Simmons is his therapist in the next set of movies?
0: Oh, you don't even know with all bro. his trauma.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of new things that for so spider-man happy. going forward can we just take a brief second to talk about the possibility of what that new costume is going to look like whenever we actually get a full look at it
0: what i thought, that, I thought that him i thought that him running around in the snow and sliding and zipping and zooming through the snow was some of the best spider Maning i'd ever seen in live dude. action dude
2: what a great final fucking swing.
0: Yeah, that was awesome.
2: But boy, oh boy, do I really wish we would have gotten a better look at that costume because just the glimpses that we saw. Oh, 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 oh boy.
0: And I'll tell you what, guys, I'm super excited because we still got a bunch of, of Marvel movies coming up over the next two years. Uh, just going to get your, your thoughts about a couple of them. Of course, we have the Multiverse of Madness. I think it's safe to say that the three of us are exceedingly excited about this one.
1: I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: The next Doctor Strange movie, directed by Sam Raimi. Oh,
1: is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, Doctor Multiverse Strange Madness. Multiverse of Madness. I didn't
1: know the name of it. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, of course I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, and I think that <laughs> I think that there's a strong possibility that one of the villains or even one of the Spider-Men make, a, make an appearance in it. I think it's a yeah. strong possibility. Uh, after yeah. that, we get Thor, Love and Thunder. i And Natalie Portman's that, back, man. right? And she's and she's Lady Thor. And according yeah. to some, some things, I'm hoping for a Beatty Ray Bill. It's time, baby. I want my horse head Thor back. And I also believe, this is just me, of course, but I think that Thor, Love and Thunder will also uh, introduce the Silver Surfer.
1: That'd be um, cool. I wouldn't mind that.
0: Two thousand twenty-two also has Black Panther: Wak- Wakanda Forever. Uh, sure. Expect this to be the final Black Panther movie. I'm just going to say that.
1: I was surprised at even making another one.
0: Yeah. After yeah. everything, not be surprised if we do not get another one after this. I would be fine with
2: that. Chadwick Boseman just cannot be replaced. Even, I saw, his,
0: even though his family is saying that they would <laughs> want Marvel to recap. Yeah.
2: I saw I saw an article saying that like people do that there are people that believe that Chadwick Boseman want that role to be recast and like,
0: but I just matter. don't see that happening. And here's the deal, dude. If he didn't say it, I don't care. He didn't say it. Yep. Yeah, you know. If no, he, if he, uh, okay, before if he we acknowledged it and said, "Okay, I give my blessing," but that role's his. If you yeah. do another Black Panther, you make it an entirely new Black Panther.
1: Yeah. Um. Noah, this is... So your CGI argument for this movie is why I did not like Black Panther.
0: Yep. I That's thought they particularly really went over CGI'd. CGI'd. I think... I don't mind the CGI because I think that the story of Black Panther is resonate is resonating. The story
2: of Black Panther is really good, but...
0: That's good enough for I, me. I'm all right with the CGI. Yeah. Uh, and the music... The, I think the Black Panther has the was, best score of all Marvel movies.
1: It was, it was good,
0: yeah. Uh, the Marvels, 2023. The Return of Carol Danvers. Uh, directed by... Oh, uh, yeah. Directed by... What is her name? Uh, I, I don't... i you looking for a name? All right that now. matters is it's
1: a better plot than the first one.
0: I like the first one. Uh, Nia DaCosta. Nia DaCosta... <laughs> uh just a it, very nice little throwaway comment there mundo <laughs> what i liked it. i had nothing else to say about it i like it i'm not
1: looking well i just for never driving. felt like she struggled that's all she was always better than it the wasn't about her against.
0: struggle it was about her accepting herself and who she is it's okay
1: um oh you're such a woman <laughs>
0: yeah okay yeah okay uh, Tell steve i said I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um that woman is going to be the youngest woman uh, to ever direct a Marvel movie. Uh, She is like pretty cool. She is disgustingly young. She's like 29 or 30 years old, bro. Screw her. Fuck her. (laughs) her, Fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck her. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Expect this to be the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. There, I said it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: I'd accept (laughs) it. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Expect my boy jonathan majors to fucking kill it as as toot ramoon as you just made it. that
1: name up didn't you no
2: <laughs> no that's his, that's the original I that's know. the original appearance yeah you know
0: though
2: i was about to seriously defend moon down
0: there <laughs> though not though, though it doesn't have uh a release date It has been said that Fantastic Four is part of this block of movies, and the Fantastic Four movie will be directed by our boy here. This guy who directed these three Spider-Man movies, uh, he is going to be jumping over and heading the helm of uh, the Fantastic Four movie
1: i like it.
2: so John ready Watts. for a good Fantastic Four movie.
0: I'm ready for Doom.
2: I'm ready for a fucking good interpretation of Doom,
0: man. God I'm damn for, I'm ready for fucking Doom. He's my favorite comic book villain ever. And <laughs> I, I, I'm i just stoked for him. I just want him here so bad. And finally, what's up with the, the post credit scene?
1: I did not watch the second one, obviously, but that's, I, so that's where the, the coworker that told me something, it made sense that that would happen in the comments.
0: Patrick, I'll tell you what, dude, I went on the special preview night and I'm waiting there and it's, you know, they, they do the first one and I'm like, sweet. They always do too, though. I don't know fucking why I fucking ate these things.
1: I hate when they do too. To
0: the end, and it's just a fucking trailer for the next Doctor Strange movie. A trailer that I was not planning on watching. They forced me to sit there and wait. <laughs> Whenever I was least expecting it.
1: This guy left.
0: <laughs> I, I got it. Mundo uh, looked over I at me I and he said, no, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I leaned over. I said, Noah, I'm gonna level with you this second. This second cut scene is a trailer for Multiverse of Madness. And that's all yeah. it is.
2: And that was also all it took to get me just to stand up and go <laughs> yep,
0: throw away my I popcorn thinking, and my soda and I was out <laughs> the door. Uh, but the Venom. So we have Tom Hardy who's getting drunk in Mexico. Oh mean, that's so
1: funny. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and he's not even, like, I don't even feel like he's drunk. He's just between the two personalities. He appears drunk
0: at all times. Oh, I think he's wasted. (laughs) Venom says he's drunk. He says we're drunk, Eddie. He says we need to go skinny dipping.
2: (laughs) You know what I just thought of? Yeah, I forgot. So, in the original Venom movie, uh, Venom talks about how the symbiotes all kind of like have a hive mind where yeah. They all remember everything that every other one has been through, which alluded to the fact that it that Venom in the Venom movie kind of, in a way, remembers what happened in Spider Man Three. At least that's what it's alluding to.
0: That's definitely the the I don't know. So I think that's a prevailing dude, theory, but so I don't think this that, is like I this don't is th-
2: where. This is where I'm going with this. Okay. So yeah. for anyone who has not seen this movie yet, again, this whole entire conversation has been nothing but spoilers, so this isn't going to matter. But so if you
0: stuck around, good on you. <laughs> Message me, uh, email me. <laughs> I will buy you a fucking beer. I don't
1: You're listening <laughs> to the same as Batista. You're doing good. I know Batista's on here, here in our review. Yeah. So
2: at the yeah. end of that I'm after credit fan. scene
1: yeah.
2: with Eddie he gets sent back to his respective universe that he got pulled from, and a little piece of the symbiote is left behind. Yes. Yeah. Now, because Doctor Strange erased everybody's memory across all universes of anyone knowing who Peter Parker is, that, by by that <clears throat> logic alone that they established, now the symbiote forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Well, it depends when... He was at the bar after or before.
2: Well, it doesn't matter because whenever he got sent back, that was everybody forgetting that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Right.
0: The completion of the spell was everybody getting sent back and that everybody would forget even the symbiotes.
2: Yeah. Right. So, we're still going to get a Venom Spider-Man. Like, we're still going to get a Venom versus Spider-Man movie at some point. It's going to happen. But now... It's really cool to see them build up a whole, like, they actually can build up a relationship between them.
0: Let me ask instead you instead of what do you think of the, um, what do you think the odds are of them doing secret wars? Oh, fucking 90%. 100%? 90%. I mean,
2: once
0: you because create- they
2: did not kill Toby Maguire, I don't think they actually have the balls, but hey, uh,
0: you're right, dude. <laughs> We're getting that. you're right
1: called that two weeks ago
0: you did and you, you need to alert me for what book you want to you want me to buy you um, i will no you're right but here's the deal man if we're we're getting the fantastic four there's a few things you need if you need a fantastic if you're bringing in the fantastic four and you can't tell me you bring in the fantastic four and not do the secret wars that is like the fantastic four's whole fucking shit yeah that's like the most important thing the Fantastic Four ever did,
2: and also doing Secret Wars just makes sense after everything that they've done so far with the MCU, with the Infinity Wars, and everything with their own little Civil War. It would just make sense that the next thing they would do is Secret War.
0: I mean, it has but to be the at next the same time, Chris time Evans okay.
1: could be in some of these,
0: huh?
1: Chris Evans could make a return.
0: Oh yeah, so so as
1: a Fantastic Four person,
0: yeah, that so, would be crazy. Uh, so, Patrick, the, uh, the Secret Wars is a multidimensional war between different dimensions. The dimensions kind of, like, clash together and create a new world where there's, like, different rules and different rounds. Right? Okay. There's, like, a dystopian apocalypse wasteland where the Hulk is king. Gotcha. You know, okay. there's like...
2: actually, you know what? Now that I'm actually like thinking about it with how hard they are leaning into the multiverse and like different dimensions and shit. Yeah, no, it is 100%. I think that they are leading in this into secret wars.
0: Yeah. You know, you have, <laughs> I mean, in the comic, it's sweet. Galactus is like, his head is Dr. Doom's throne or like his, his palace or whatever.
2: Oh my God, we're going to get fucking an MCU Galactus at some point.
0: <laughs> I mean, here... Th- and that's the thing. Once you have the Fantastic Four, you get everything else that comes with the Fantastic Four. And at one point, Spider-Man is a member of the Fantastic Four.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the... That's the biggest takeaway that I want everyone oh my listening God, to this to, to know.
0: is to be a student of Reed Richards.
2: Oh. Okay. I'm going to finish my thought before I get distracted again. Sorry. Mm -hmm. My mind is
0: is (laughs) right now if you can't tell.
2: I know. That's the most exciting thing about this fucking movie is that it not only opens up the door for Spider-Man movies going forward, but it opens up the door for the official next phase of the MCU, man. Like, this is it, baby. We are in phase fucking four now. Patrick, what are you laughing at?
1: Lewis just shoving food <laughs> in his food hole. <laughs> the camera's not board. over.
2: <laughs> the camera's not over on him right now. <laughs> Mundo, say something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, first, he flashes the goldfish in the camera, and then he proceeded to just shove a ton of it in his mouth.
0: I have a bag of it here. I have a bag of it here, and I just like put it completely vertically upside down.
2: Cool. So now I can level with the (laughs) listeners because I didn't see that happen either. (laughs) I
0: just (laughs) saw the bunch of goldfish on the ground right now because they all fell out of my mouth.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Noah. What were you saying? We're in phase four now, What was your prophetic point you were making about something? Uh, (laughs) The
2: MCU is in phase four now, baby.
1: When was it in phase four? It only went through phase one. As of
2: Friday, (laughs) December 17th.
1: Okay. No, the end of
2: phase three was endgame.
1: Uh, The The beginning of phase four...
2: I thought the end of phase three was no way uh, home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of phase four was WandaVision. And now they're like, I think that they're tying in the TV show shit a lot more than what I thought they were initially.
2: Well, yeah. Cause now they're actually bringing in characters from the Netflix series with their devil.
0: <laughs> That's huge. Couldn't believe it. And, and, and a certain somebody else in Hawkeye.
2: We just can't say who because Patrick hasn't watched it yet.
1: Well, I think I know who that's going to be, but maybe I don't. Maybe it's a surprise. Well, guess what? You better text us that reaction, buddy, whenever you Are find they, out. Okay, I'll ask you this. Are they related to the Black Widow movie? No. No. Oh, okay. Then I will be surprised. Okay, that's fine. Yes, you will be surprised. All right. All right, good. It will be a happy surprise. Will I love it?
0: No, oh, you're going to... I think you're going to enjoy it. It's. I, I'm, I'm ready for you to hit, to have it
1: all. Okay. All right. All
0: right. Yeah. Super fun. With the way that they like interact with everybody, you're going to love it so much. Okay. That's going to be your favorite thing maybe ever.
1: <laughs> I think I maybe know who you're talking about, but we'll... I'll let you know.
2: <laughs> it's just, Guys, it's an exciting time to be a fucking fan of the MCU right now.
0: It is. It, it is and it is crucial to be a fan of the MCU right now. I mean, it's, it's really nice. It's a really, really astounding thing that this exists, that this is a real thing. And you gotta, you gotta feel like a baller if you were that executive that made the call to buy Marvel.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, you really do.
2: They are getting their dick sucked so hard right now.
0: <laughs> by little Chinese slaves. Oh, why do you have Are to you talking about the, the Dark Mulan Dark movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think that out of the movies that have come out this year for Marvel, this is by far and away the best one. Um, yeah. I think that not
1: just by reputation, though. It was done well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was All it was it was hype. emotionally resonant, which is something that I don't experience much in Marvel movies. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck when people got snapped. Didn't care whenever Tony Stark died. Couldn't give a shit whenever anything happened. Out May dying didn't matter to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's you know not what? lying. I literally
2: looked over at him and he just had a completely straight face.
0: If <laughs> anything, I, I was laughing because. <laughs> Because I look behind me and there's three straight rows of of teenagers and all of them are fucking like ugly baby sobbing.
2: (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I teared up a little bit, but I did not start
0: sobbing. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was a good time. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Exceedingly made well. Yeah, this one is a this one's an all timer, I think, for the MCU. This one was a, a very special one. Like I said, I, I don't know where I'd rank it right now. It's definitely in the top somewhere. Um, but right now, I would say that this one was the best. And then I'd give second place to probably Shang-Chi. I think
1: that. Wait, how crazy is that Shang-Chi is that good?
0: It was nuts. I was not expecting that even a little No. Bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that not only is No Way Home the best, I think that it's the best movie that the MCU has done. Period. I just, I, it's, it's, it, it more so it's not just because it's a Spider-Man movie, but I just think that it's like their most well done movie period. But out of all the movies that have come out this year, after everything that we went through last year with COVID and the shutdowns and everything, this movie is, it lived up to all the hype. It delivered on everything that it promised. It's just it. It
0: somehow I, it somehow made me feel like I accomplished this.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It somehow exactly. Made me
0: feel like I deserved this movie.
2: Somehow, yeah, like I, it gives me, it makes me feel <laughs> such a way that I can't even like I don't even know how to describe it. I'm stumbling over my words right now more than I usually do because I don't know how to describe this feeling. Walking out of the theater on Friday after watching no way home and just like processing the fact that i just saw that movie and i had such an experience with the crowd
0: oh because going just going to the movie on preview night was exceptional because the second night that i went i could pay a lot more attention to the audience it was a pretty packed theater and like I, I I wanted to, but I forgot to bring a little notebook so I could write down all the big pop moments from the audience. And if I had gotten there in time, I was going to go around surveying everybody what their favorite Spider-Man movie was, but didn't get there in time for that. And I didn't.
1: Nope. Know. <laughs> <laughs> everything so you were ill prepared on everything.
0: everything
2: Would <laughs> fuck. See, this is the thing. Now we need to remember. Twenty years later, this is what we need to do. We need to take notebooks with us to the movie theater so that we can start interviewing people.
0: I'm in for that. Yeah, that'd be cool when we hit the 40-year man mark. What have you been into recently? Um,
1: I am almost three quarters of the way through the first Wheel of Time book. Nice. Um, and we, you and I, have talked through text, but that show is. Great. Me, and my,
0: uh, me and my mom and my brother were not watching this week's show, so that way we can watch both of them back-to-back next week.
1: So, Steve was laughing at me in the last episode because I started to, like, to tear up at a scene. And he oh. starts laughing. I'm like, what? You're not reading the book, bro. You don't understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Ray. He's so good.
1: Uh, so that and um uh, as I so delicately texted you last night, did you tell Noah what I'll be reading next?
0: Oh, I did not because this is <laughs> explicit. I've been holding it in all podcasts.
1: Noah. I'm gonna answer your first question is yes, this book is real. It exists.
2: Okay, so that already got answered. Cool. Yes,
1: I'm just gonna let you know right now, it does exist. I'm not making this up. The fact my that my cowork this- and I
2: Ever was going to become a question is kind of concerning. It is. Wait for it, man. Incredible.
1: Lewis did not believe it. So, there is a romance book that is entitled How to Marry Keanu Reeves in 90 Days.
2: So, I think I just peed myself a little.
0: (laughs) Out of excitement.
2: Out of excitement and confusion. What the fuck is this? That's what I'm saying, dog.
0: Yeah.
1: The premise is this girl who's a super fan finds out he's getting married because we know he's notoriously not married and <laughs> she decides that it's her job to stop the wedding and make sure he's available if not for her for somebody else.
0: You know, I just oh. recently I just <laughs> recently yeah was like going through Reddit and I found a thread that was mentioning this book called like cowboy dragon or Dragon cowboy or something like that and i went down the rabbit hole and like looked up this author this author uh their description was a best-selling author of transformative romance novels and so these were novels that you know people transform were like lycanthrobes they there was one about a werewolf Dude could turn into a werewolf and it was a love story about that. This one, the dude could turn into a dragon. There's also one on like a coyote and one on a duck or something. I don't fucking know. Patrick, somehow this fucking Keanu Reeves book sounds less likely to exist.
1: <laughs> um, yes. So no, it does. I'll be reading it. And the last point I have here is Moon, you and I have had this discussion. A movie has been announced that if we had made this movie up, it would have made sense.
0: This was the craziest trailer I've ever seen in my life.
1: Who does not want to watch a movie with Nicolas Cage where he plays himself?
0: Oh, I saw that trailer. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) And and like has adventures with a guy who believes that he's every character that he's ever played in a movie. (laughs) This is by far the most Nick Cage thing that has ever happened in life.
1: I am so excited (laughs) for this. I hope
0: hope this does well, because if this does well, we're going to get a bunch of movies about actors doing this exact same shit. I know.
1: And Noah, here's the second point to this movie that is coming out. Lionsgate is producing it. Oh, my God. bear knows how much I love my Lionsgate. <laughs> <Yeah>. They <laughs> rock that shit. Every movie. I love all their movies.
0: Yeah, oh, my God.
1: Nicolas game, Cage uh, and them. Done. Patrick, what are you going to do whenever Disney
2: ends up buying Lionsgate?
3: They're
1: gonna oh, do no. It. Don't do
2: <laughs> you had a strong moment of silence there?
1: And, and the next that. superhero is going to be a Nicolas Cage that just breaks in and out of different characters to solve problems. Give me that. I want that. I'm I would love 40, that though. even more. I'm than am in
0: for Only if he can't Only control 20? which character he becomes.
1: Right. <laughs> you got it. He's you like Ben
0: it. 10, but with his own performance. <laughs> All right. No, what have you been into recently? did yeah. it. I got you. Well. A, a, a Christmas gift that you had been wanting for quite a while now.
2: So if any of our regular listeners remember, a couple of weeks ago, whenever we made that original bet about if they actually brought in the Wire Spider-Man, if they were actually going to kill him, I'm kind of glad that I lost that bet because I said to Patrick that if I won, I wanted Maniac in New York. Little did I know that... A couple of days after we recorded that video, Mundo would gift me <laughs> with Maniac in New York Volume 1.
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: And I have been digging into that hard, which, by the way, review of that coming soon.
0: Hell yeah. Nice. What else have you been into recently, Noah?
2: Uh, literally nothing besides just making my living space just a little bit more comfortable for myself and working a shit ton.
0: <clears throat> yes. Yes, you do do that. Yes, you do do that. <laughs>
2: I literally do nothing else, and it's actually kind of becoming very depressing. I'm not...
0: <laughs> I'm going to cry.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, no. uh, I have been digging into uh, Mox, the John Moxley uh, autobiography. This book is hilarious, and yeah. it's such a good read. Um, big recommendation to it. Every now and then, he has these jokes from Claudio, which... I mean, I love because they're just the fucking worst things you've ever heard in your life. Um, but big recommendation there. I am also uh, going through a couple of Tom King comics right now, reading uh, Rorschach, uh, Strange Adventures, Human Target uh, also on there. And here's a joke from Claudio. Um, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I accidentally swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles. My next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster.
1: That's a good one. It's
0: a good Good one. Good
1: joke right there. Come on,
0: that's
3: give it up for Claudia. That's
2: That's like
1: exactly the joke that would get me.
3: All
2: right, guys. So uh, on that note, this has been Pop Culture Forest. You can find us on (laughs) spots. Yeah, how can they find
1: us? What do they need to do?
2: What do they need to do to find us? All you have to do is look us up on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere to get your podcasts, really, but mainly Spotify. You can email us at popcultureforest at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at popculturef, which is something I am still trying to work out a name for.
0: (laughs) Hey, I am willing to let you be our man in social media. I want you to do that. I have been
2: literally trying for however many months we've had this twitter now to come up with a better name but i just can't do it <laughs> Find,
0: figure out something noah make that your new year's resolution be our social media guy you're on it more than either of us that's fair true. enough yeah and your kind of interactions are awkward and hilarious and that's kind of what we need well i'm gonna start it with this as soon as we post this i'm sharing <laughs> it everywhere <laughs> but patrick what is the best way that our audience could help us out here Holiday season, baby. Tell your
1: friends and family, man. Tell that's everyone it. you know. Tell them to listen. Give us a fiver. We like the fives. Give us a good description why.
0: Give us a lot. Uh, Slide us a five.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, I like that. But yeah, that's it. That's all we really need from you. Um, uh, and I think on that note, we think we've done it, boys. Oh, we've so, hold up.
0: Before we do it. So they had a preview for Morbius. Or M- uh-huh. yeah. Morbius? Yeah, Morbius, yeah, Morbius, the yeah. living vampire with a And throughout the trailer, I was just waiting for somebody because he has all these vampire powers. He's like constantly like commanding bats around him. He's like flying through the air. He has those sharp teeth. And I'm just there's a moment I forget what somebody said, but I anticipated one of the characters to say something like, "No, he's some kind of genetically mutated." Batman. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they would that. actually That
2: joke's happening. If they would actually that do movie. that, I might, I might've walked out of the theaters. <laughs> I now might just it. walk I, out of the, the theater.
0: Now we've done it. <laughs> guys, this has been a treasure. I'm so happy that this movie came out. I'm so happy to be talking about it with you guys. I'm glad we all came to the consensus that pretty good, pretty good movie. Uh, yeah. over there is the show dog millionaire, <laughs> yeah, love that. And over there is the vanilla <laughs> bear Patrick,
1: that's right. Every and time, if
0: you don't know, you should know. This has been Mundo, your chocolate bear. This has been the pop culture Force. This has been the Spider Man review. And as always, guys, hashtag Batista, Batista. for Spider Man. <laughs> Like a freshman year, teenage (laughs) Spider-Man. Like a real young
3: one.